0: What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave.
1: And I'm Matt. And joining us today is the mega super talented Jan Sladeko. Hey
0: guys. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Working for the man, you can email us info at mograph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, and concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, mografcom Send us your emails and let us know what do you want to hear on the show. Do you want to hear something uh, about a particular artist? Do you want to hear something technical? Do you want to hear something about render engines? Do you have a question? Would you like to suggest an artist? Would you like to ask a noob question? Would you like to ask a question that's super advanced and we probably can't answer but we can help maybe find you somebody who could answer your question just email us info at mograph dot com and we will chat it up this week not a lot as far as what's going on with us but we do have a couple things I wanted to make sure that uh, you you mark your calendar or ding that bell as they say on YouTube's and (laughs) uh, set a reminder for Mark Fancher's Houdini special mm. that's going to come up. I uh, believe it's a week from this Thursday. Uh, cool. I don't remember. You have to check. I'll have to ding that bell myself <laughs> and make sure that I If it's check if, it, my if it's that
1: time maybe maybe but, I'll I'll sporadically join since we got our big projects yeah. will be done.
0: It's it's the 27th, so it is a week from this Thursday. Mark will be on to talk about the updates to his 18.5 course. Stop being afraid of Houdini and also he will be possibly bringing on one of his students from the course to uh, talk to us about it as well, and we'll talk about what's new in that world, and we're also going to discuss the uh, the scholarship. Mm. There's going to be a, a, a scholarship. We are not going to announce all the details of it yet until we have it all taken care of, but I will tell you that it will be a scholarship uh, to uh, the Stop Being Afraid of Houdini course, and... Uh, we will award that to somebody. We don't know what the criteria are going to be yet, but we're also going to do it with the Unreal course. And it is going to be a a minted scholarship. So you'll get the certificate and everything will say so-and-so is no longer afraid of Houdini or whatever it says <laughs> on the scholarship certificate. You'll get a physical piece framed with their scholarship and the NFT of the scholarship will be transferred to you. So that's how we're going to do it. Ooh, Once fun. it's announced, we'll put all the details out there. But physical pieces, that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. I think people really love having a physical piece with an NFT. So, uh, so check that out. The... Stop being afraid of Houdini's out there. Is there anything else going on? Do you want to talk about Camp MoGraph at all? I can
1: remind everyone about Camp MoGraph. So Wish coming, you would. Coming soon, uh, June 1st, tickets will be on sale for the second uh, Camp MoGraph. Camp MoGraph 20, 2020 V2 moved into 2021. <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> um, it's in portland oregon it's going to be awesome uh there we've got a ton of amazing speakers and teachers um and we just added this last week uh clinton jones from corridor digital he's going to be teaching a surface imperfection course as well as doing some morning yoga uh exercises that's gonna be that's gonna be fun yeah
0: that's so awesome very very yoga with clint are you kidding me (laughs) And the the surface imperfections thing, talk about that for a second, because this is such a great concept for for camp.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, like, uh, when this was originally brought up to me, I was like, I don't know, how do you do surface imperfections? Like, you know, but then... I, I didn't realize he had already done a tutorial basically on it, you know, creating surface imperfections using like paper and like ink and stuff like that and fingerprints and blah, blah, blah. So it's like glass it's, or something. I don't know. Like, do you... no, it's like paper or something, but then you go home okay. and you scan it, you know, <clears throat> and you can oh, use those okay. for uh surface imperfections and stuff. So super cool. I'm really excited about that one. Um And then we're working on one other, one other teacher, Uh, that we, uh, don't, we're, we're, we're still talking, we're still working on it. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, make sure if you're wanting to come to camp, make sure you are at your computer ready to buy those tickets June 1st at, uh, noon Eastern time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. tickets are super duper limited. So if you, if you want some, you got to make sure you, 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 you're there all right yeah the I mean, original this is basically, sales back in the day i'm, people pretty, sure, grabbed up I'm lot, pretty sure i'm pretty sure this is uh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean because we had some pre-sales you know back in 2019 yeah. we had pre-sales you know because right. we were expecting to do it in 2020 uh it was some pre-sales for the um the uh uh, uh former camp alumni. alumni you yeah. know and so they filled up a few spots so we've still got a few well, so
0: it, here's the thing, like I, be, the fact that they've held uh-uh. on to them through COVID yes. tells we had, you something. We only right? had
1: one person actually ask her a refund and I was totally, I mean, I was totally fine with giving refunds to everyone if they wanted it, but we only had one person and they were like, I hate to do this. I do not want to do this. Yeah. I just, I, I'm very worried about COVID. That was like right at the beginning, right. you know? So, but yeah, yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. So and uh, we also
0: thank our sponsors for just saying, "Hey, hold on to the sponsorships." We'll, yeah, we'll continue sponsoring when it happens. Absolutely, and yeah. The there. sponsors, still here.
1: the sponsors are one hundred percent. Like, I mean, we the camp wouldn't happen without the sponsors, you know. And so the the we. From the very beginning, we've tried to make camp as affordable as possible and as awesome as possible. So like, you know, getting to learn different stuff from your peers, you know, even jumping back to the basics and stuff like that. That's what it's really all about. And getting to hang out for a few days with people, Uh, you know, food is all supplied, drinks are all supplied, your entertainment's all supplied, it's basically a three-day all-inclusive vacation, all you gotta do is pay for the ticket and pay to get there, you know, so... Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, June 1st at uh, noon Eastern time. And a uh, big shout out for our, to our sponsors. Without them, the prices would be ext- astronomically expensive. Yeah. But because of them, they help keep the prices down for the tickets, uh, which is awesome. Uh, so uh, first up, we've got Maxon, um, f- uh, makers of Cinema 4D, Redshift, uh, Red Giant, uh, Forger, Uh Some Hmm. wonderful people over there. We've also got the wonderful people over at Otoy. Otoy is sponsoring as well. And then uh, Andrew Kramer and team over at Video Copilot. Uh, Those are our village sponsors. You will be staying in one of the three villages there. Hmm. Um, And then next up, our gold sponsors are Minimal Massive and Grayscale Gorilla uh uh we are extremely thankful to them for sponsoring as well and finally our uh our bronze sponsors are A scripts and school of motion it's great to have them on board as well and so big shout out and a lot of thanks to all of our sponsors make sure and set your dates if you haven't set your date right now your reminder on your phone for 10 minutes before <laughs> dude this is going to be like an like an nft drop you got you got to pick up that <laughs> yeah, ticket <right>? you know
0: <laughs> That's so, true.
1: And the thing is yeah. like uh 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 oh, oh I was going to say something and I now I don't remember what it was. Um this the is going to be this is going to be like the yeah. first event back oh, yeah. on, you mm-hmm. know. And so, and I, uh, you know, we were also saying that we were looking close at like the mask policy and stuff. And with the CDC uh, coming out last week and saying, you know, people who are vaccinated don't need to worry about it when you're outdoors and stuff. That's what's great about this thing. It's mostly outdoors, going on hikes, doing stuff, learning outdoors. It's going to be good. So, yeah, we shall be.
0: So, we'll just be following whatever guidelines for yep. the local municipal something or other is putting out there. Yep. You know. It's going to so. be fun.
2: I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait to get out there and start seeing people again. I've never been, but I heard really good things from people who've been there. They were, mm-hmm. like, really praising it. So, yeah. I can, even though I haven't been there, I can recommend. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah, this we pick year. Up those tickets. This year.
0: Yeah. There you go. Come on. <laughs> get you a ticket. So, be your
2: replacement <laughs> for
1: Burning Man. This <laughs> Basically. Year. Right? right? Basically. Yeah. Cancel it, So,
2: this is right. <laughs> right? Single event.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. I don't have any other week wrap-up topic it's just been it's been a,
1: a hell of a week we've just been yes, working way <laughs> too much like yes, so it, you know we got nothing to talk about vacation because everything we is got nda
0: <laughs> yeah i know but we de- we definitely have some some time off coming we've got a, we're gonna do a uh, anyone who's on our halo team or wants to join our halo mm-hmm. team we're gonna have a halo day once our projects are over, that's going to be June eleventh. So yes. if you haven't joined our Halo teams, just kind of hit us up on Slack or wherever. We've been having. I'm I'm telling you, our Halo team. I know we've t- only talked about it a few times, but our Halo group has. We I think we've gotten each other through COVID. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, like I we it's you know it's one thing to have friends on Slack and mm-hmm. you know Skype people and be working and do whatever, but like the the bonding that has gone on in the Halo group for the last two years while we've been cooped up, mm-hmm. you know, on on like Xbox live chat has been pretty incredible. So yeah, um, if anybody would like to join us for that, that is going to be June eleventh. It'll probably be just us playing Halo all day. We've come up with some ideas and some different games to play, as well as like a possible small bracketing thing to see yeah. who's gr- the best at pistols and beaver nugs and I think we should uh
1: I think we should buy like a uh like a a, a fake uh sword the uh the energy sword you know mm-hmm. and give it out as a trophy to there whoever needs to be wins a trophy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the pwn trophy the pwn trophy, the trophy yeah. of pwnage. And then we're um I'm going to take a vacation at the end of June. Mm-hmm. Um Assuming I can find another RV for the one that got canceled on me. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to be uh, on vacation that week. So there will be no show that week. Uh, then the next month, there'll be another week like that because Matt will be on vacation. I will. So yes. just a heads up there. Check the schedule. I'm
1: going to Disney World.
0: We might run an evergreen at that point. We got a lot of evergreens in the pot. Yeah. Some specials and things that maybe some of the podcast listeners haven't heard from the stream. So we'll do that. So So check in with us. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun summer, summer of MoGraph.
1: <laughs> I said I energy guess. sword, Jeremy, mm-hmm. didn't I? <laughs> I said energy sword.
0: Yeah, energy sword. Yeah. What about the, I kind of like the hammer better, but. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, what was I going to, uh, oh, oh, there was something really important. Dang it, I lost it. I don't remember. <laughs> there was something really important that I was going to mention as far as streams and things, but I'll think about it and I'll get back to you. Oh, it's gonna drive me nuts! All yeah, right, well. well, let's start. Let's start chatting with Jan a little bit. And, uh, uh,
1: Jan, and when we first met about... you, uh, we were doing a podcast. It was at this dumpy little house oh, uh, that gosh, everyone yes. was staying at. It was it was years and years ago. So technically, yeah. you have been on the podcast um, That's when right. we were we were switching That's places true. with everyone, Love and it, you know, I had seen your stuff. ...all over the Maxon demo reel at NAB, you know? And I'm like, oh, man, who's this Jan Sladeko guy, man? No, no, no. I,
0: I saw it, and I was like, who's this Jan? Yeah. Jan who? who's this Jan guy? I was like, who's this woman? <laughs> right. And, like, I had... Somebody <laughs> I had to tell love. me. Yeah. Yeah, someone had to tell me. I'm so, like, oh, okay. And this is... The, oh, it's, I feel bad.
1: It's funny, whenever we do these, these uh, round table things, it almost always happens that some of the motion designers that I look up to a lot, you know just happened to show up and i'm like wait a second what
2: <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah like with fuck render you were like wait what
2: yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so uh yeah no it was pretty funny it was it was actually an awesome night There was sending up so many people around the table and sharing so it was proper uh, yeah yeah proper geek <clears throat> night and get away from the busyness of las vegas
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of. I'm excited to go too. back,
2: though. I need to go
1: back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, I haven't had my Vegas fix in two years.
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see what's gonna be happening. Also, NAB got canceled right this year, so it's gonna be. It's in October, though. Oh, so it's in be October. October.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah in so person.
1: In
3: person. In person. Yeah.
2: It's Without your masks. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean,
1: you can wear
2: them if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Everybody have yeah. their yeah. vaccination cards
1: and. I got mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw this really cool yeah. uh, way of holding the uh, like a vaccination holder. Uh, it's from the it's uh, it's uh, the Lilo Dallas multipass. You know, it's like a multipass. Mm-hmm. Lilo Dallas your, multipass. Yeah, yeah, It Holds your COVID card. <laughs> I, saw, I saw
0: something on TikTok yesterday. Like, you know what? You just post it on your Instagram, and then everybody will know you're cool. Right. That's all you got to
1: do. Right. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw a funny tweet that said. Uh, uh, the coronavirus pandemic response can be summed up in one thing: it's a uh, coronavirus vaccination card that doesn't fit in your wallet.
0: Right? <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> what are you going to do with that yeah, thing?
1: I don't know. Anyway,
0: put in your back, back pocket of your yeah. jeans.
1: Back to you, Jan. <laughs> I <Yeah>. digress. <laughs> Let's.
0: <laughs> let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you've done, and we've we've chatted yes. a lot, and we've seen each other in person, and you've got so many pieces of greatness online mm-hmm. that I feel like we need to, to go back. We don't have much else for the show today. And so, let's just dig through, and let's start from the beginning. And I want to know, first of all, uh, your your early, early stages of artistic talent when did they yeah. start coming out when you were younger
2: yeah i mean i guess it's gonna be so original that i started up as a kid drawing and i was obsessed with that mm-hmm. and uh yeah my mom was taking me to her office and no one of my uh, like no people at school or back there no one has a computer and my mom has computer home like old 486 or even mm-hmm. s- older like 386 and she just mm-hmm. showed me like windows like three point. What was it, 3.1? 3.1, And there yeah. was uh, 3.1. MS Paint. Yeah. And I just started drawing there. I'm like, wow, I can draw something in digital world. And then I, like, cut it out. That was actually basically my first animation ever. I draw two mm-hmm. people in MS Paint. And I draw the beach volleyball ball between them. And I cut it out. Mm-hmm. And I started dragging it with the mouse cursor, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was just like, wow, they're playing volleyball. And um, yeah. <laughs> and when you drop it, you bake in the image and that's it. It's, it's uh, screwed up and then you need to start drawing again. Yeah. And I was so obsessed with that. And from there, the rest is the history. I, I just started kind of like when I was 10 or 11, I got like some GIF animator. So I was like, oh, I can actually draw the images and then put them to sequence and I can do animation mm-hmm. from that." Mm-hmm. And then I started using PowerPoint and I was building even simple games. You can go somewhere and then you can choose if you're going to go left or right. And then you died. So uh-huh. I was That's building PowerPoint. Like, yeah, I was in PowerPoint actually oh. doing games. I was like doing like soldiers always came and appeared an <laughs> like a mother flash. So it's awesome. And then I started like flash and I was doing action animation in flash. So when I was 13, I was doing my short, short movies animated. Mm-hmm. It always took so long. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, then I websites <clears throat> from there, flash websites was a little bit older, like 16. And mm-hmm. um, I guess that was kind of like the start. And then when I was 17, 18, I found out about would After Effects, and my mm-hmm. friend told me, you can do everything you want in After Effects. And I downloaded it, and I just did some few basic steps and in the beginning, but then I discovered Video Copilot, and from there it's just, took everything exponential yeah Um, yeah so I don't know how much uh, like in the details but After Effects I was just doing during the school and doing a lot of animations and uh, and I was doing all the way to university and I was already doing like a lot of fun stuff and then yeah then i just like after school was just like okay i want to do some animation so i went to the biggest movie company in czech republic and they do mm-hmm. actually like vfx movies and i showed them my showreel with like shooting zombies you know mm-hmm. like from the from <laughs> andrew kramer and all that stuff and they were kind of like looking at this like was that you the person who looked like a Rambo, like a machine gun, <laughs> shooting zombies. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that was me. I was acting and doing VFX. Mm-hmm. And they like, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> They were like half laughing, but in the same time, they were looking for new people <clears throat> to retrain. So they, I got the job in one of the main VFX <laughs> companies. That's awesome. <laughs> as, as they just told me, okay, we're just going to sit here and are going to be retouching the wires. So first few months, I was doing like the most like secondary job there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But there, then we got into kind of like bigger movies and I was working there for a few years. And then in the movies, they wanted to do motion design and I started doing motion design graphics for movies. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, wow, this is this is it. I don't want mm-hmm. to do movies anymore. I want to do motion graphics. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I actually quit and I started working for local televisions and music videos. Um, and then I thought, okay, it's Czech Republic is getting kind of small. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I moved to London without getting job. I just, okay, I'm moving to London. And everybody, mm-hmm. you are crazy, man. It's so expensive. You need to get the yeah. job. And I'm like, right. we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll keep, just keep rolling. And uh, I send them tweet. They, they, they reply like, oh, like uh, they, no one gave me the job. I start sending email and I didn't get the job. And I'm like, fuck, what I going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then I found like a Twitter. I just like, hey, I really like what you do. This is what I'm doing. And I just send them tweet. And they wrote me. It's good. Come on Tuesday, <laughs> and, and that's how I got into MPC, <laughs> and uh, and then I was so
0: like- so sorry. So uh, I wanted to step back before we get too far forward. But but you said you were doing this through through school, but you weren't you weren't taking classes on it. You were just doing this on the side. Is that yeah,
2: right? basically, I, I found the school, you know, and and I was like wanted to do something with multimedia design and animation, and sadly enough the school actually like they they told me hey we actually notice you you do effects and stuff could we pay you and you can teach our teachers <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like what uh so i was like making good money at school but in the same time i was frustrated because i they they weren't necessarily teaching you stuff yeah uh, right. they were more like traditional art schools so there was more uh, We did some photography and like, you know, like developing your own photography and taking pictures on classic film, but uh, in terms of animations and stuff, they didn't teach us much. So we were all self-taught. so, that was kind of, like, frustrating. Nowadays, it's, like, amazing. Like, we we we'll, we'll start nowadays. You have so much, like, information, so many tutorials. Right. Like, YouTube was really small before. Like, luckily, it was video copilot already already mm-hmm. uh, that was the kind of starting at the time. So, I was... The early tutorials were, like, going on, and that was, like, huge uh, I think the big
0: thing for anybody that's kind of around our age group is if they tried to take something. Like, I... I took "quote unquote" 3D classes, right? Yeah. But it was the same thing. They 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 didn't pay me, but they did say, "Oh, well, you already know how to use 3D Max, so just go do a project at home." It's like, but they they weren't teaching me anything new, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And back then, there was no it, there was no like theory for motion design. It was just like I was in video classes, and oh, also oh, yeah. here's how to rotate a cube, mm-hmm. and so it, there was no connection between the two, it, no. I, I, and obviously no YouTube, any of that. So. Anyone our age, it feels like we've had to just kind of pick figure all these out. little pieces here and there and figure out how to do it. Basically. You know?
2: I mean, I, yeah. I I took the film post-production classes at our university, and there was like... like I like the guy. He was a cool guy, but he was just like... We were have to recording, you know, on the cold old cassettes. I don't even know. mini DV, they call them, yeah. right? And yeah. then oh, yeah. and then we need to bring them to Avid, and then we can just do some editing in Avid. It was just like so painful and slow. And, yeah. Yeah. and then I'm like... Can I ask you a question? I see like in the movies, they always have this green background. I would like to do something like that, some effects. Mm-hmm. And he, that's a special <laughs> technology that's complicated. We're not gonna be covering mm-hmm. in our classes. And <laughs> in <okay>. other <laughs> words,
1: it's, I don't know how to do that. Don't ask <laughs> <Right>. me how <laughs> to do that.
2: Yeah, I don't know how to do yeah. green screen. And I'm just like, I'm just like fuck, so that, that's, that was my school. Like this, that's how far we got. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's actually, you can do it in After Effects and there is a key light and it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I had to wait till till work. Actually, I didn't learn those things. Actually, no, this I green screen I learned and um, through video copilot and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. But then when I started working for movies, then they taught us so many tricks, like the, the, how to properly key light and uh, how to comping and color values and air perspective and matching the colors. So I have actually. Really good school from the working in the movies industry, like we always mm-hmm. went in theater, and there is a creative director and supervisor, and you're watching every shot like people work weeks on it, and you watch each shot on loop, and then they like stop it, eight hundred percent zoom and then they like zoom in in the theater <sighs> and then like everybody's looking for mistakes, and you just like silent you just like don't breathe. And everybody's just looking and scanning <laughs> and looking if there is some oh there is a magenta. Do you see this area? There should be different color grading. And they, they oh, really man. like like dissecting each shot. And mm. and the good thing is you can watching the supervisor and any when you see the shot, you can try you can try to have feedback for that shot in your head and then you will listening to him. And after a while I was actually start able oh, I see this fire is too green. And then he said, this fire is too green. And he's just like, yes, (laughs) like this is like the best that can happen. So I really like those days. It was hard as F. It was, Mm -hmm. it was the hardest time of my career. It was the most work, the least money and really like the biggest like pain hustle, like especially when you start working with ILM. Mm -hmm. And then the ILM had like crazy standards compared to czech republic so we are we leaving the meetings and we were just like how are we gonna deliver this job it was like insane they were just like in this wing you know in the jet in the background do you see the aberration of the colors there should be like and they were like going in the details so so yes that about, this, wow. that about the start it was really not traditional i know a lot of people started like with motion design but yeah i was starting with vfx
0: and that's that's pretty cool though that that original company actually kind of gave you uh you know just kind of gave you a chance there. You know, mm-hmm. they looked at your stuff and they were like, "You know, we 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 recognize your passion, so we're going to bring you on." That's that's basically, pretty cool. Basically. Yeah. But yeah. And, but then you then you went to you said MPC in mm-hmm. in in London, right? And and that's where is that where all the the color stuff was? Is that what you were talking about with the uh, is that where all the color grading and
2: No, now I was talking that, now I it? was talking uh, about um, UPP that's uh, like the one mm-hmm. of the biggest uh, center europe uh, post production houses for movies and after that I did small loop I started like doing it on my own I started working with some music videos I was working for televisions and doing like mm-hmm. really pure motion design in that in the time it was like 100% Andrew Kramer and anything I found on YouTube and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and someone was telling me, "Wow, you are kind of good in like combining all different tutorials." And I and I feel that was the thing. Like you see this tutorial and you see this tutorial and this tutorial, mm-hmm. and then how you can combine them together, and uh, and like working from there. And um, and based on that, I built like some basic motion design reel. Like it was 2009, I think. So, yeah, twelve years ago. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and. Um, yeah it it, uh, it was enough to get the job at, at mpc and um, or maybe it was actually even like newer it was 2013 when i was going to mpc and uh, that was interesting then i started speaking with other people and then meeting motion designers and understanding all the different side of this industry and uh, also a huge part was back then going on the meetups in london for mm-hmm. example in la i'm kind of sad there is not much stuff happening but in in really? uh, yeah. London, there was, like, See No Evil, Gluck event, and there was so many events. I mean, there is some, but compared to what was in London, there was, like, really good people, like all the key motion designers now from Man, Man vs. Machine, Future Deluxe, like, mm-hmm. uh, all the studios, they were just going there and having a drink and talking, and you can meet them on personal level, and uh, no ego involved most of the time. So it was really good times. Even if you mm-hmm. just go there for a drink, it, it was, like, good yeah. chat. Um, and all the studios there in Soho nearby, so you were, now it's even further, but before it was mainly Soho, so you just go on the Friday, every Friday after after work, you just go standing, drinking beer, and then you meet all the people from different studios. So I really liked that time. It was very really good social. Nice. And I a lot of people mm-hmm. there back then, we were just drinking. and now I miss that. And now, <laughs> now they are owners, like Territory Studio, like Marty, and the, yeah. we just mm-hmm. knew them as a pulse from those events right and uh so yeah that was actually good times
0: yeah we'll get back there mm-hmm. it'll yeah. happen again yeah we will we'll but, make it happen
2: but I'm surprised kind of there's not as many spread. meetup
1: groups in LA yeah, like, there,
2: yeah. There, there is you, some I, I don't want to like speak like there is none there right. is like R&D right. there is something from Maxon. um Oh, that's uh, that's what I was going to say. Be, God, that's been bugging me the oh, whole yeah. time. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. The Maxon event. Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Wednesday, live. Okay.
2: Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I mean, London is, it's, it's also the culture. I mean, LA mm-hmm. people are a little bit lazy. They, everybody's in the car and then they go to work and then they drive home and there is a traffic, they don't want to deal with things. So mm-hmm. after work, mm-hmm. they rather drive home. But in London, it was just like everybody's small apartments somewhere outskirts of the London or far. So they just mm-hmm. right. want to go out. They just want to social. They just want to grab the beer. Yeah. So it was much more common, I feel. Yeah. How long before they... they get
0: on the tube, they, they <laughs> yeah. want to hang out in downtown just yeah, get the
2: London. pint, a few beers, and then yes. you can, like
1: how long have you lived in LA? And did you move yeah. f- to LA straight
2: from London? No, actually from from London I moved to Czech Republic. Then I had okay. like actually I would say almost my best part of my career was in after London in Czech Republic because I got there and they're like, Wow, he lo- he worked in London, which was mm-hmm. not really common. And and then I started really choosing the jobs. So so the yeah. company started giving me offers and it was the this, I wish it was here like that because I was always like home and I got like multiple companies and I said okay, show me the job, show me the briefs. So they put the briefs in front of me and then you choose which brief is gonna look the best in your portfolio.
3: Yeah. Here it's <laughs> always
2: like, can we book you on September? And I for what? It's NDA. We're not gonna tell you. It's a yeah big name director and it's just like. I'm just like, can you tell me what it <laughs> is? Nope. And it's like really kind of secret, and then it's always like Apple job. And uh <laughs> <laughs> it's always an Apple job. <laughs> but there was like really good. You could really choose it, and you could build good relationship. And I one of my most interesting projects, and I could be like creative director and animator on them, or or there was some creative director, but they give you so much freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh that I had really fun on those projects. And then after that, I moved to Germany, working with cool. Ax Ponza. Hmm. That was like Crash course, I you know Mm -hmm. I was start starting oh I'm motion designer after London after Czech Republic and then I came to Germany and like no I'm just kid learning cinema 4 (laughs) d because like when I was working next to Manuel I don't know if you know you will know Entagma tutorials like Mm -hmm. Houdini that Mm -hmm. guy is like he's doing now Houdini but he was like helping to expresso. That's because of Manuel in, in mm-hmm. Cinema 4D. He used to work in Cinema 4D, oh, okay. and he was like the guy who was like giving them all the technical feedback. He is, uh, yeah, mastermind. He's so smart, he's like so into it. And when I was just working with him, and he like, oh, no worries about it, I already wrote the Python script for you, and he was like coding <laughs> everything. I was just like, what the hell? <clears throat> Well,
0: the Houdini stuff makes sense then. Yeah,
2: Yeah, no. And then they switched to Houdini, and then he kind of just like, goodbye Cinema 4D. I have everything what I needed. Houdini and Redshift, and he just like, tadyadya, and and left. But um, yeah, so that was insane. I was there working with Andrzej Zunka. He actually helped me to get there. So we are both from Czech Republic, and we are always like meeting in different studios throughout our career. Mm -hmm. And from there, I realized, okay, I'm kind of like not sure if, I need some break and I just moved to Spain and with no goal. I just want to have fun and I just want to enjoy life and just do mm-hmm. whatever I want. So I just started learning Spanish, rollerblading in the city, Ooh. dancing, playing beach volleyball and, and after a while I could start missing actually work. Even though I, mm-hmm. I give myself budget for a quarter year not working and just having fun in Spain, I start missing it. So I start going to co-working space and I start working on personal projects. And... Um, and then I what year was that? That was 2016. so that was okay. f- five years ago. All right. And then I moved for one year back home, like 2017. And then I thought, okay, I still feel there's something missing in, in the career. I still feel like I, I, I could move somewhere and I don't know what to do. And then I got job offer. Back then, someone told me, man... Um, the mail in LA is the best compared mm-hmm. to all the mails. Mm-hmm. London and stuff in LA, you can go surfing, you can go, mm-hmm. you can go skiing <laughs> yeah. there. It's, it's not, chill. It's not
1: about like the
2: actual work yeah. or anything. Yeah, it's just no, it's oh, you can, surfing, yeah, you can go surfing, you can chill. Yeah. <laughs> basically, it's like really chill. And and the big studio is bigger than New York, and they have like better jobs and it's better day rate than in London. Mm-hmm. You should try. And I'm like, and I just thought about it. That could be cool. Maybe after after. Spain. I will text them. Man, I don't know how it works, like manifestation or what.
3: Mm-hmm. I just get yeah. a
2: phone call and out of nowhere, and they're like, "Hey, this is Mail LA. Uh, we got recommended in-house, like from some of the designers. Actually, Helen Sue, my friend now. And uh, do you want to do you want to move to LA? And they they did everything. They did visa for me. They paid like the transport. Wow. They gave me like a car and place for the first month. And um, and i was just like, wow, this is actually this is exactly what I wanted. So um yeah, what surfing
1: did you do in the first month that you were there?
2: <laughs> That's the thing. I feel so guilty. <laughs> I'm here over four years and I surfed once. And that was oh! uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I totally like it was false advertisement. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I uh it's funny though. But um yeah, now I feel I'm here quite long actually. I, I wanted to come here for a year or two. But then I met the girl and I'm here already four years, so mm. <laughs> we'll see what's going to happen now. It's definitely, yeah. but can't complain. During the COVID, LA was the, one of the best places to be. It yeah. Was, um, yeah, it was, you know, it's still spread out. You can go on the beach, you can go like mm-hmm. a hike. You can just kind of like go somewhere like outside of the people. There's yeah. like, I, I can't imagine being in New York. That has to be really tough
1: yeah I was I was gonna say you know uh I, I'm surprised you didn't ever make it over to New York City you know because especially talking mm. about how London was such a great place you enjoyed it so much it seems to me like New York would have been you it's know it's a really next- good
2: question it's a really good question I kind of Little bit hate myself for that because now it's gonna be really hard to go to New York. (laughs) I got so spoiled in LA. I I wanted Mm -hmm. to, New York was my goal for 10 years. I'm not kidding. Over 10 years, I thought I will move to New York. And I got visa to offer to LA. So it was much more easier just to go LA and don't have to deal with visa. And Mm -hmm. then I thought I will go to New York after. But now after all the sun and hikes and uh, beaches and chill and then COVID hit, I'm just like, I still want to go to New York. I still want to, but it's going to be much more faster pace, uh, mm-hmm. more expensive rent. Everything is going to be a little bit more trickier. But I still want to do, it's more European vibe, mm-hmm. for sure, and cosmopolitan city. Um, I, I, I just like, yeah, usually people do New York and then LA. That's kind of the order I see in Yeah. I went kind of reverse, and I'm not getting any younger. And I'm just like, okay, and it's going to be hustle and small apartment and everything. Mm-hmm um yeah but we'll see. and then
0: and then they wise up and they come to texas because their money goes so much further but yeah
2: yeah basically. i don't know about that or, de- or, denver. <laughs> or, or
0: yeah not with all the californians coming here right. catch 22 <laughs> yeah. right? or,
2: or denver or anything yeah by yeah. the house and yeah exactly <clears throat> so that could be so the next step
0: are, are you and your girlfriend still together yeah yeah You're okay right i didn't want to bring it up if it was a source i didn't wasn't sure <laughs> uh um, because I, you know, I've seen a bunch of your Facebook clips, your stories, your mm-hmm. Instagrams, y'all look like you're having a lot of fun yeah. and, uh, you're doing a lot of extracurricular activities. I see you snowboarding. I see mm-hmm. you going to Burning Man and see you doing like all these like extreme physical, you know, <laughs> uh, th- things that I, I don't think I'd be able to do. Uh, so I, I thought it would be good to maybe even talk a little bit about, taking time to do stuff like that and getting yeah. away from the computer a little bit just to relax. Yeah.
1: I mean, especially talking about uh, jumping off of that. Uh, uh, I mean, you take it, you talked about taking a quarter of a year off just to go to Spain and to play volleyball and, and, <laughs> and <laughs> like, learn Spanish and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's like, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of a, a, a dream right there. Yeah. You know, it's, I,
2: I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's weird thing, you know. I I know a lot of friends were really like structured oriented and they were like, okay, I need to this, this, this to get here. I need to make this money. I need to go to studio. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was kind of keeping a little bit fluidity in my life. And I was always trying to take a few months, a year off to just traveling. I was, tra- since 24, we traveled a lot. I have a friend and he always finds cheap flight tickets. So we were like flying all mm-hmm. around like... I visit like states pretty soon and then all around Europe and Japan, China, Indonesia. So we were like flying a lot, super cheap, a lot of friends have so much fun. And I realized I need that kind of in my life, the variety Mm -hmm. and different cultures. And I was always trying to keep my life like balanced. And, um, and the Spain, it was kind of because in the Germany was like working for a long time on one project and it was a little bit draining and I'm like, okay, I need some refreshment. I need some change. Mm-hmm. And I always trying to give myself that time off to even in London it was going on all those like meetups or parties or whatever, just going out, meet different people. And uh and uh yeah, I somehow develop good relationship with sport and now in especially LA it's such a good weather. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I was biking to mail. I was biking to Elastic, I and then, then you meet friends and you can go bike around uh Ocean, like you can just—I don't know, like you know, 30, mm-hmm. 50 miles. Palos Verdes, and and then you meet another friends, and they do b- downhill biking, or and then you <laughs> just, and then someone invites, oh, we have also motorbike. Do you want to try motorbike? I'm like sure, oh I will gosh, try. Yeah. So, and uh, so I'm trying to do a lot of activities, especially because I have problem with my back, and I just mm-hmm. like my doctors told me you should not work on computer, and I'm like, there was a time when I was working like twelve hours a day, fourteen hours a day, and then. <laughs> And, uh, and it, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not just like having fun. I mean, I definitely, when I was working on astronauts for a long time, my schedule was working at the mail till like 7 PM mm-hmm. and yeah. then ordered dinner, maybe I shouldn't say it loud, ordered dinner. And then I just switched to my project and I was working on astronauts like till maybe one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oof. I, I ate dinner. there was, I knew all the cleaning ladies at the mill. There was like no one there. <laughs> and, uh. And then I just took the bike, and in the night, I was just cycling back. And then it was just this kind of loop. That was actually yeah. before I met the girlfriend. <laughs> then, yeah. then when I met <laughs> yeah. the girlfriend. Of course. It just suddenly can't work, like, all day on the computer. And also, yeah. you maybe don't want to. And then we start kind of going more out and exploring things. What's
0: her name again?
2: Uh, her name? Yeah. Emma. Mm-hmm. Emma. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: It it seems like y'all both have the right kind of personality to be doing all these Crazy things like i don 't know maybe that 's just what I get from Instagram stories, but it <laughs> seems like in order to do all those crazy things, you have to have a partner that's crazy. also willing to <laughs> go do all those crazy things because yeah. that's a lot yeah.
2: oh yeah no no for sure, we both have kind of like we want to enjoy the life and do things. The tricky part is when you want to combine everything together, you know you want to be healthy, you want to have of friends, you want to mm-hmm. have this kind of like ventures to going out and and more you do it, more you're kind of getting addiction to do those outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, well, then you still have to do work, and then mm-hmm. you need to study, and then you need to progress, and then you have the business idea and plan. So it's um, constantly kind of balancing things out and writing out mm-hmm. kind of like the plan. So I'm actually right now trying to figure it out, the, how to combine everything together. Mm-hmm. and. Um, and luckily enough, it seems it could work out. I start, uh, I, I re- really started learning also about mental health and and mindfulness. And I went to, you know, I'm too long in LA, so I, there is a lot of <laughs> spiritual woo-woo people, and I kind of touched yeah, there, yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I start seeing some stuff in it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I can start combining things together. So I did this breathing animation recently, and I saw it. It, it was beautiful. Yeah absolutely and it was suddenly like kind of start overlapping some things together you know I'm spending a lot of time in nature and and breathing Mm -hmm. is important and trying to help people and I'm like okay let's combine together and I made this piece and it was after a long time when actually like my followers started like really like going up again and so people liked it I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it so I thought maybe that could be like the direction to start combining things and yeah and uh, I started now being in touch with some apps for breathing actually exercises and they want to start Mm -hmm. like working with me and they want to start like yeah like featuring it so i could probably start like doing some business with those kind of stuff as well i love that uh, calm
0: is the one site that does a lot of this right yeah yeah
2: basically calm and there's a few other ones and um yeah so this is just kind of like simple one and then uh, i have a few other ideas now uh even some trippy animations um And we'll see how it goes. I've actually, from my experience in general in life, if you listen to your intuition and if you kind of do what you kind of feel drawn to, then it will pay off or then it will work out. Like if I'm too Mm -hmm. much like thinking, oh, this person did that, I should do these steps and this person Mm -hmm. did that. It just doesn't have to work for you. It, it, it Maybe you don't have a personality for it or maybe you start forcing yourself to be in another person's shoes. so maybe like my um, bohemian approach to life so far worked for me kind uh-huh. of.
0: It's, it's very hard to stop listening to the own voice in your head. Mm-hmm. and Or, or you, you need to listen to your, the own voice in your head if it's the good stuff. If mm-hmm. it's the bad stuff, then don't listen to the voice in your head. But you know, definitely like follow your path.
2: You know, you need to differentiate two voices in your head kind of because mm-hmm. uh, there is an ego and there is actually a true self and and the ego is construct from upbringing and society and what parents told you and this and that and it's just kind of like the mind which trying to figure out everything and it's overanalyzing oftentimes. In my case I was like huge overanalyzer as well. But there is this like deep voice, this kind mm. of like you feel, oh no, this doesn't feel good for me. Or yeah, I'm actually really enjoying it and I'm not watching time and time flows and I'm loving this. Yeah. And that's kind of a more the intuition, that's where it's your heart is and that's where it's kind of the state of flow is. And um and more you develop listening this inner voice then more, I guess, happiness you can bring to your life. And then use your mind and the logic thinking as a tool to get there, actually, instead of get uh, stressed and compare too much. And I don't know, this is kind of a big subject, of course. It's <laughs> like uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. mental but that's health. That's what we're here for, you know? <laughs> I
0: mean, got got to help help people who are struggling with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, it's... Like,
2: yeah. You know, it's 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 so easy to compare. It's so easy to get wrapped in your head and I've been mm-hmm. there many times. I've been there many times. I can't like say I figured it out. It's um <laughs> it's uh, it's nowadays more than ever. You know, you see the Instagram, you see other people's followers and you see this person and he sold an NFT and he's fucking rich mm-hmm. and he's doing that yeah. and then you're just like, "Oh, damn it. Like how come?" And then you get all upset and then you might be find out that he is or maybe you you don't find out maybe but he maybe have huge struggling in his family or like other stuff in part of life and and you're comparing just mm-hmm. the shiny things yeah um just mm-hmm. the highlights just the highlights we call
0: it uh we've we've mentioned that uh, quite a few times i think where it's it's like your your uh, your on stage persona mm-hmm. and your backstage persona and people never see the backstage persona when they're looking at your nft's and your instagrams and, yeah all of the things they don't know what you've been going through and how many times you failed to get to that, that place. But, but doing, doing the things like where you sit down and lose track of time, man, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's good when you lose track
2: of time. Yeah. yeah no, i yeah. uh, just checking. There's some question. Also, are we <laughs> replying on the question as we go? Or? Yes. We oh, there want. was yeah. a
0: question. Uh, was it Gabe, Gabriel <clears throat> or Gabe? Do you, yeah. Do you I remember any other
2: artists remember. website that you used to visit a bunch when you were younger? Inspiration. Mm-hmm. uh that's a good question. I I believe I was checking the he- hello look, hello lux, hello, hello lux. Looks? Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there was some the Polish guy. What is Ray? What is his name? Um, he has a hard name. Some Ray, Ray Bonowitz. I can't mm-hmm. even remember him. Um, yeah. Then.
0: Rabinowitz?
2: Yeah, I think some. From from Red Giant or. He's maybe in Red Giant Red, now. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Or he so. he was. Yeah. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and then just, like, old, uh, old websites, you know. Um, what, what, what what they were. I don't even remember really well. Really, Andrew Kramer was the huge one. And then anything yeah, you could yeah. find, just Googling. I was actually starting on the stick animations, like, in the Flash. I was mm-hmm. watching some brutal animations, just stick figures. And they were always, like, shooting and attacking. And there was some crazy mu- metal music over top. And I'm like, wow, what is this? I love it so much. And... Um, I don't know if I can find it somewhere. I was actually... I think I remember is that the, those. Is that
1: the, like, the... the it's the fight scenes but
2: between the yeah. stick yeah. figures, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: I remember that. That's classic Flash animation. Yeah. So, that yeah. that
2: was, like, huge inspiration. There's, like, Siaxo was some guy. He was, like, a master in it. And mm-hmm. I was, like, working on those animations back then. And that was, like... That was, like, when I was working on it. Like, other kids were playing outside. That's what I'm talking about. Like, other kids <laughs> were playing outside. It was weekend. and And I was just, like, playing this playing i was just in flesh and animating and then some guys like i don't know like thirty. See, that's 14. why that's why
1: you need to get out into nature now you're like yeah. oh i missed out <laughs> while i was a kid
2: <laughs> no no basically i actually was thinking about it i'm kind of like now living the life of people who have in 20s or like teenagers i'm just like okay i need to go out and i need to chill and smoke a pot or i don't know i'm just like <laughs> <a> re- <laughs> rediscovering life um but the, yeah, I, in the same time, I feel I need to find a good balance. I mean, luckily mm-hmm. enough, I'm I'm really glad that I have a lot of interesting and successful people around me. And yep. and you know, it's you can see that the life is oftentimes built by the routine or the lifestyle you have and and the habits and that's formed by your beliefs. So then, when you see those people closely. And also they said that you are formed by the five people you're hanging out the most, that you start Mm -hmm. kind of like taking, like copying the mechanisms. And uh, so it's good to surround yourself with the people who are doing life great and they're kind of inspirational. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So it kind of now helps me to see, okay, if I want to kind of move forward, if I want to go to the next step, because you can't just like always chilling and and just having fun because (laughs) what's going to happen next? Like, you know... As a freelancer, there's going to be more freelancers coming in and they're younger and more passionate and they will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they will be like all in. I just want to sit on computer all day and I love it. And and I'll be just like, oh, I want to go for a hike now. And then you already start kind of losing the game, I feel. So it's about, yeah, what are you guys doing? Like you're starting is, your is business, a- for example. That's great. Yeah, is that, a, is that a, a product
0: of getting older is you just, you're like, I don't, like it's not that you lose passion for what you want to do. It's just that you want to be able you want to be able to say, okay, I'm not working this much anymore. I, it's time for me to like yeah. and go enjoy some things mm-hmm. in between doing this. Yeah. It's like
2: you, you slowdown. You know what happened to me, and I don't want to like. This might be sad, bad. Or maybe I shouldn't say it because I don't want to like discourage anyone. But now nah, go for it. I guess I was because I started so young, and I was working like I mean in professional level over 10 years then after a while and it actually mainly happened at the mail you know they give you a new job and it's just like do this and then you don't know for who it is you don't know where they're playing it and you you barely finish it and you have another job another job and you just like you start like really like like manufacture and you don't even create relationship with those jobs anymore and you're not there in right. the pitch of and dams in the beginning you're just becoming just the one part of the process just animate this animate this mm-hmm. animate this and and yeah. i got kind of de- detached from it i start realizing mm-hmm. i'm just like making no money but i don't have any relationship with my work and as a kid I started doing those animations because I wanted to do mm-hmm. something funny and communicate mm-hmm. it and show it people and they laugh or whatever but yeah. then I start realizing I'm just doing it as a tool now just to promote anything I don't even care oftentimes. times and don't get me wrong I had like amazing time when I especially when you have more freedom or ownership but everybody is different some people like to have constraints and like this is what I do the best as I can yeah. do yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mm-hmm. I kind of like to see the bigger picture and and then I start realizing I I doing this but I want to communicate and I don't com- I'm not communicating so that's when I start working on astronauts I start mm-hmm. practicing communication yeah. through my work and that was changing that was changing everything then I start like my followers start skyrocketing like that was suddenly mm-hmm. like from I don't know 5,000 I got like to 30,000 and it, it just started going up and then up because I create communication because I start like expressing myself Mm-hmm. And and I thought, this is a meaningful thing for me. And then I tried some other jobs and don't get me wrong, I was working in some amazing studios and it was still fun. But uh, then what was also life changing or life changing, big change when I got approached for music video for J Balvin, And then you could uh, figuring out like communicating, creating the story, putting together team, working with people you admire. And that was also like, whoa, I actually really liking this. I like to working with people, with friends, have like the, still the bigger vision, like putting together animatic, everything. And even though I didn't do all the shots, just to feel you have to use your brain kind of, yeah. to kind of like figuring out all the things together and connect. I was suddenly from like 30% brain activity, it was 120. And and I'm just mm. like, oh, this is like exciting. And um and then NFT came, I mean I'm kind of like jumping in the time now, but um more I could express well, myself, more I yeah. felt like freedom and happiness. And um And that's where I'm right now. I'm just trying to don't get uh, It's not that I lost the passion, but I guess I just want to use my time meaningful, if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. I mean,
0: we, we work for, uh, we, we have clients that have some really fun projects. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And, and we work on some things where we get to do some really cool things mm-hmm. and make money doing it. But there are, in, in our business, there are tons of stuff that come through that are definitely just, like you said, it's like you're just going through the motions because somebody needs an explainer video yeah. I mean, how much creativity am I going to put into that? And yeah. nowadays it's like now we're, we're trying to delegate tasks and we have other people that, you know, work with us, for us, whatever. And, uh, yeah, you want to there's something about this age where you just kind of want to get to the next the next level. You're not going to do Matt and I. In 2012, when we met, we were working at a place where we were doing logos all day, every day. We put mm-hmm. in our 10,000 hours on that. So it's like now you want to do something else, or maybe direct <clears throat> someone else and be able to use that creativity as often as possible, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you about the J—is Jay Balvin, Bal mm-hmm. Balvin, right? Balvin, am yeah. about that because um, I'll be
2: right back. Keep going.
0: Sure. <laughs> See, we can never make it through the. Mm. We can never make it through without having Bee a pee. break. <laughs> but the uh, the the uh, video that you did, if I'm not mistaken, uh, because this this is actually featured on our site, um, true. is a, is an article on everything. And uh, I I want to say, if I'm remembering correctly, you actually were kind of working with the team. I don't know if you were managing the team, what what you were doing specifically. Um, but I wanted to learn more about that process because this is a very intense. Uh, piece of work right like yeah. there was a lot of moving parts uh what what were, what were some of the things that you came up with on this like what was your role and and yeah. what challenges i mean this you was
2: this was this was like this was one of the milestone in my career for sure i i it was after i left the studios i start freelancing and i start finding out that I, even freelancing doesn't give me the gist i would like to and then i'm like damn what am i gonna do i mean i I need some moving forward in my career. I need some next step, What it's gonna be. So then I like m- practice manifestation and I know it sounds silly, eh? yeah. but I just no, sit down. No, it's I, I, I and get it. And I was just like, I want to work with some people I admire. I want to use my brain capacity fully. I want to work on some bigger project where I have ownership and I want to do something I enjoy. And I'm not kidding, two days after, I got a random phone call uh from guy and he told me okay i'm a producer from colin tiley from the director of music videos because of the COVID, we can't do live shooting and we want to do full right. animated music video and we saw your talk on siggraph and i'm following you for a while uh, it was a dan carp like amazing producer by the way really like swear by that guy and he told me would you like to make your own team you know how often you get this offer like someone came Mm -hmm. to you usually like you know you get plenty of as a freelancer you get plenty of um job offers like for production company where everything is set up you don't even know what it what are you signing in but suddenly someone came to you hey do you make your own team and do whatever you want and um and i was just like damn this is gonna be like tight like they want you have over 70 shots character animations expressions telling the story like this this is not common for motion designers you you know you're animating cubes and then you put some monograph on it but (laughs) then some character animation telling the love story which was this this was designed for live action so this was nothing there was not 3D at all in in the thought process when they give us the Mm -hmm. script so I sit on it for like day or two days and I call all my friends I'm not kidding all of them told me don't take it all of them told me this (laughs) is too much work this is impossible to do and uh and my girlfriend was do it, you will be stupid if you don't going to do it. Do it and I'm like, Okay, I guess I guess we are doing it. And uh, <laughs> You don't listen to your friends, <laughs> you always gotta listen to the girlfriend. I love that. <laughs> and uh and man, I bur not burnout, but I, I put like crazy. I put like seven hundred hours on in less than two months or two months. So it was working like nuts. Gosh. And yeah. and uh I called like all my like best buddies, like from the mail, from Elastic. Like, luckily, I in that moment I already knew like some A star team here, and and the music video is still kind of appealing these days. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, something different, and and I was able to establish like a killer team. Like, I never had like such a good team, and and I was in new position. Suddenly, you have to lead the team. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, I found out I'm. Better in talking than doing almost. So I was like, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I was really good in like putting together the team to give them the brief. I still had to do, I still had to like do all the shots. So I I, like Mm -hmm. the layout and uh, the animatic, the previous. So I just jumped in Cinema 4D. I like quickly bashed out this 3D scenes. I did like as quick as as I could, but still took me like probably a week. the basically entire music video, like the the shots. Then I had to make like some managing system. Then we got the Slack. Then we got this producer, and we just like start hiring people. <laughs> and then you have to start dealing with so many things. We had like fifteen people, um, and now different time zones. And then you're constantly working out. And then right. and then you want to go sleep. And then the people in Korea are waking up, and you are exhausted. Right. And they're like, "What is mm-hmm. my brief for today?" And if you don't give him the brief, you will lose i don't know how many hundred dollars you paying him so you need to make sure you go you're
0: going to bed and and if Mm. they don't have anything to do yes yeah so
2: i was animating i was doing creative direction i was doing shots and i was producing and i was establishing the team so i even was measuring time which which seat i'm currently sitting on (laughs) i have like and and like measuring my hours to kind of like learn from the project as much as i could and uh, it was overall an amazing experience but it almost killed me. Towards the end, Mm -hmm. it was like too much. It was too much. We don't know, till now, we don't know how we did it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was just so much work and the motion capture data, there were some issues. And then we had to like last minute, seven days before delivery, we need to make new team of animators and like hand animating like half of the things. So, man it was it was a really challenging project, but it was really fun i really I really enjoyed it and it taught me a couple of things and one of the things you told me and that 's what you said that you getting to the point that you want to hire people and work mm-hmm. with team mm-hmm. I really enjoy not being just you know working alone can have benefits but Working in the team the, the creative energy and even like mm-hmm. some I don't mm-hmm. know joking and like more heads more no it it's it was uh, really refreshing for me to to mm-hmm. work that way so that's what I would like to do with the kind of next step work with the people and um yeah I was gonna and say based big...
1: on your uh based on you know the stories that you were telling us previously, you know where you're able to call out the flaws and the videos that you guys mm. were watching and stuff like that. It seems to me like you yeah. have a, such a good understanding of the process and how things are supposed to look that you would be, that you would be really good in a leadership position mm. like that.
2: Mm. Thank you. I, I mean, um, Yeah, I guess sometimes I I notice even with my work I'm working and then I like take the paper and I write the write the notes and I like (laughs) see all the details and I like write the notes and I'm just like but now I have to do everything and then then (laughs) yeah then you have (laughs) then you have like you know a lot of work and then I'm sometimes frustrated I would like to do much more work I would like to much more contribute and keep doing stuff but as Mm. an individual as alone it's just limited things you can do especially if you want to keep sanity and in life and health uh, because. You know, I see my father was in sixties, totally fucked up health, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to go the direction. I want to keep right. I want to keep healthy, I want to keep yeah. active. I just I need certain things in my life. And um so yeah, I think eventually I would have to lo- move the direction, but now it's of course the people I would love to work with, they are like high tiers. They are super expensive. Mm-hmm. So now we have to, okay, right. where I get the funding for the company, where I get like the overhead yeah. for the budget. So I have to do client work, but do I want to do client mm-hmm. work? I want to start doing now my, it's, the thing is, I'm not oftentimes deciding rationally. I'm not like, okay, this mm-hmm. is going to be well-paid. <laughs> I will do this. This is going to be like big client tech company. They have a lot of money. I will establish team. I don't think that way. I don't think I would enjoy it. I am like, I want to do those kind of animations. Let's find a way how to get there. And I'm oftentimes doing it on behalf of money, that I could make more money if I would making decisions differently. Mm -hmm. But um, even now, this like the breathing animations and stuff. I have actually now a bunch of ideas, even with with VR and stuff. Mm-hmm. Working with people, artists, start like uh, writing with people, writing scientists. I, I start writing. I I want to do <laughs> new type of projects which I don't see, and I want to I want to see an experiment. And now I have to find mm-hmm. money to to start doing those kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, That's
0: the problem you, that you come up on, right? Like it's when you come up with an idea. And the only way to get there is money, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, and discipline, it, and 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 go with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I'm a good, i like, a good idea generator, by the way. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but then the yeah, sec- I love what
0: you did with the even like in these uh, in the the behind the scenes thing that you have here. Like, I I love this idea. That you did here, you were in the design concepts, and you put the emotions of the hmm. people on as like little masks. Oh yeah, you know this
2: helps so much with uh, because I knew there's gonna be too much stuff to handle, and when I have animators, I will just like you can read the emotions what we're trying to accomplish. That's great through the That's previous. Great. So I put a little bit more effort in the previous than usually people do. But then the animators and other people were working on it. They they knew what we are doing. They get it exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But this is such a massive amount of shots and a massive amount of people working. Like, I know you said you use Slack and stuff, but how else do you manage that mm-hmm. with, with that much stuff? I mean, that is crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's simple. You don't sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually, you know, what, You know what is interesting? I was getting sometimes almost numb at the mail. I shouldn't say that. Mail is a great company. I mean, I love the people there and everything. But I was, after a while, I was kind of like half. I couldn't focus. I was trying to find getaway, like go for walk, play ping pong. I was just like running, escaping from computer. And I was like, I don't know, maybe my brain is not effect- effective as it used to be. I was like starting like having self doubts, and I started like feeling negative about myself. But then suddenly this job came in such a huge amount. And then I was just like hyper-focus. I was just like, okay, we need to this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. And I, my brain was like switched to another gear. I had uh, the exact same thing happen. Like, seriously,
1: it's like you get you'll get so into one job that it's absolutely draining on you. And then you do another job that's it's kind of the same thing, you know, per se, but it's different. You know, and you're just like, okay, cool. I'm in it again. I like it, you know, because yeah. you're not doing the exact same
2: stuff over and over and over again. Exactly. It just, it's become so immersive and it totally like caught me. So I started like really like being as efficient as I could. And then I came up with a bunch of things. You know, I came up, we uh, used to Notion and Slack. And then in Notion, I make... Ah, uh, Notion. And I really yeah. enjoy like doing intera- <laughs> interactive tables, like the sheets, so you can like really switch the animators, write the shots. And I was like... I really tried to build this. I was enjoying this part, actually, surprisingly. I really enjoy <laughs> to building this kind of... It's basically someone using shotgun and other tools, but we create mm-hmm. our own, which was like not necessary buttons, really kind of like what we needed. And then people started using it and uh, switching the files, and everything started working automatically. So as much as I could, I automatized. And then, as I said, mm-hmm. the, the team from the production company, they gave our their producers, and he, their producer... He wants to be supervisor and he really is uh, hands-on. He was the best producer I worked with. He was like helping us with everything, calling with Xense, negotiating deals, uh, helping on the set. So he was like a huge help. He was like, without him, I would be screwed. So he was helping me with contracts, with paperwork for artists. <clears throat> so, I could, so I could That's focus good. on creativity and he was like taking a huge part of work from my plate.
0: Dude, that's what we did with Notion. We we did the same thing. We, we we're, mm-hmm. we're building systems customized to what mm-hmm. we're doing, and it's so great. It's, good. it's um, best. And and so, um, oh, I want to ask you about like. Okay, you were saying he was calling XSense, too. Did you? How how was that process? I didn't mean to derail the, your.
2: Yeah, the accents was. uh, I mean, we had like we were shooting. It was during the COVID, so we didn't get any people on board. But we have like people on Skype. So we had people from Faceware and Accents on the Skype call, and they were like watching over our shoulders. And if we need anything, they were giving us feedback uh, immediately, like what to do, how to adjust things. No one has experience with it. We like we are on the set, and suddenly like one joint disappeared, and then the knee joint was coming Uh. from the shoulder, and it was like. Uh
4: and we will fix it in the post.
2: This. There is yeah. some cleaning button or something like that. So yeah. we were like really like freestyling. But luckily, the XSense data was actually pretty decent. What was issue was face wear, like the face reading that mm. we basically... I don't know if it was the problem of the guy who was processing the data and he was li- lying us or if it was just like so unusable. <laughs> but we basically threw away all the data. And... Um, and then we had to like, hand animate it in last minute, which was which yeah, was insane. I was like, call my friend and just like, hey Mike, how are you? Long time no see. Uh, yeah. we, we have the job here. We already started and we are running on the money, running low. We are basically like, budget is gone. Uh, and we have <laughs> six days to deliver and we need three and a half minutes, 70 shots of character animation, oh, face animation.
0: Oh my gosh. He dude. was just
2: like, let, let, click yeah he, just like, <laughs> yeah he was just like thanks for in the beginning music video that's cool thanks for calling me and then he like finished the call and then he called me back Yang, that's a lot of work and i'm just like <laughs> yeah and just like well do you have any friends uh mm-hmm. who have who can help us but rem- keep uh, in mind we don't have money and um, so luckily we still we still were able to pay them a couple of hundred dollars per day it was we we couldn't give them like full day rate,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: uh we found five animators and they were like bashing it like we in that moment we had two teams we had like motion design team and a character animation team so dan took mm-hmm. it took over the facial expression team and stuff because I just couldn't do everything, so then I was like taking care of one team and his second team, and uh yeah, it was like really. Luckily, all the experience from the big post-production houses come in handy because you kind of know, know the workflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's challenging all the way. And then we There's found a- Chinese Chinese Render Farm that also is actually amazing. They help us a lot. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> who, wh- who is that?
2: Fox Render Farm. I'm actually working with them even now, even like the, my NFTs. I'm now rendering with them. And um,
0: what's, the, uh, what's the engine? Um, it, or what or engines that it uses.
2: What do you mean
0: um like is it will it do like Redshift and Octane? Oh yeah, and, they
2: they they man, I was even calling them and just like I need Forester and they oh yeah let me check we have this version, this version, and, and they they are such a supportive team, so even if they don't have something they can install it for you. That's um, cool. Um so yeah, they have Redshift, they have Octane, they have uh, all kind of things. But I was using Redshift.
0: Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> There's cool. that um meme that goes around in our industry sometimes. It's like the creative process. This is awesome. This is tricky. This mm-hmm. is shit. I am shit. shit. This might be okay. It's awesome. And especially on those big projects, that's what happens. You get mm-hmm. so burnt out and then it's over and you're like, oh, okay. Well, that was cool. And then you get amnesia. Yeah. And the next oh, big the the project comes along. <laughs> yeah. And then they come back and
1: they want to do a whole nother set and you're like, okay, cool. Let's do it. And then you forget that it's hard you forget
0: how much work it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. but yeah
2: you get it's into it rewarding. and then it's too late and ah oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i have to go but the, the, someone is actually writing um hey man is Zenframes website expired that's another thing i used to this i didn't set it when they told me hey you want to do this full music video and i thought okay but i want to use it as a when we already working on it and we're redoing everything and i'm establishing theme and stuff I want to use it as a chance to kind of like start up something. So I told them we're going to do it under the na- name Zenframes. And we basically use it as a launch of the company Zenframes. But because this project was so devastating, right when we oh, finished it, see. right when we finished it, I got a phone call from, uh, Matthew Cullen is, uh, I think, director for music video for Katy Perry. They wanted to do mm-hmm. full animated music video for Katy Perry. And I'm just like, wow, J mm-hmm. Balvin, Katy Perry, two jobs like this behind each other. That's like amazing start for the company. But I was like, literally, I was not okay. I was like, everything you could imagine, like Backed Fuck Up, Ice, like I was like, there's like on the wheelchair, all the team was like exhausted. Mm-hmm. Like most of the people yeah. were working after hours because they were working still in their studios and companies like male mm-hmm. elastic so everybody was burnt out. And you know, this is like you're coming back from the battle, and everybody is just like bleeding. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, hooray, yeah. <laughs> one more battle!" So missing limbs. I, yeah, so, yeah. So, I, so I couldn't do it, I couldn't pull it off. So I'm like, I'm good I'm, to cancel the job. And, um, and it also made me think after. I was like thinking, this was cool. It was a really cool experience. But still, like a lot of people, we don't understand the music video. We don't understand what was happening. So was this girl real or wasn't real? Mm -hmm. And then I don't necessarily listen to J Balvin music. And it made me think, this was cool. We put shitloads of hours and energy. But still, you put so much energy to one project, so much over time, and then it's just done. And that's it. Like people talking about his song. They're not talking about animation. And I thought they flipped through it on Instagram for like two seconds and then it's gone, right? Yeah. Like, and, and, and all that work. And, and I and I thought it wouldn't be cool to use the time and power to building something. Like to know that always when you do this heavy work, then you are just one step higher instead of starting over again, over again. Like mm-hmm. which when you're building the company, that's kind of what's happening. Like, you yeah. know, like if I would now use for Zen frames, then it would work. But the thing is I see many directions you can go as a motion designer as you could think older. You can become senior creative director in some studio, or you can start your company uh, and start studio, or you can like trying to boost your day rates as high as possible and be super efficient and and just keep hustling that way as long as you can, or I don't know, do anything else. But I felt as a starting studio, I, after this experience, I was like, I still wanted to have more, more per se in the project. I still would like to have more freedom. And then the fact they were like, no, we have to do it in this crazy deadline. And then we are like really bleeding towards the end. And, and I was trying to protect my team. I was trying to give them more time. And, they, mm-hmm. and there was a no discussion with them. And I, and I was just like, I guess I need more ownership. I want to have more work per se. And that would be ultimately to doing your own projects, to build your own product, to do something with you developing your brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I'm playing right now with my thinking process, and where I would like to go. And that's a little bit harder way because you're starting something which doesn't have to work. You, you don't have to get the yeah. money. You you might have. To but it makes
0: sense though, because when when you are working for other people under a tight 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 deadline, it is so hard to be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like they're hiring you because they know you're good at something because maybe you did like a really nice personal project or something on your Instagram that you spent all this time on. But then they want you to do the same thing and they want you to do it in like five minutes. And you're like, "Ah, I can't be creative in that amount of time.
2: Yeah, and and this one of the things also happened. Like, when I was starting, there was, like, not so many motion designers, and then you do something like particles, and you do cruise simulation, and you're like, wow, this is cool, and I don't see this often. And I felt I'm always reinventing, not reinventing, but coming up with something new and fresh. But now when Mm -hmm. you get the job, they, like the deadline are much shorter okay we need to do it in a week or two weeks and then we want particles and the reference is man versus machine and they have like beautiful hoodiness simulations yeah. and it's just like mm-hmm. you're trying to reach mountain which is like so well done but you have like much fraction of the time fraction of the budget you <laughs> kind of like you and then i start feeling i'm not coming up with the new things i'm just constantly ripping off something copying yep. some existing yep. stuff and you're becoming Kind of in this loop, and it for some people can be really exciting, especially when they're coming to the industry or like, "Oh, I can look, look up this and trying to mimic it. But I feel what i 'm contributing to this industry, what I'm contributing to work, and maybe it 's too ambitious of me to ask those questions but i um, as you said i when I t- take a paper and I start thinking about some bigger ideas and concepts i 'm like so much enjoying to think outside of the box. Uh, but then I run. Okay, money. Who's gonna pay this? How can I create yeah. yeah. this? And uh, mm-hmm. and therefore I was kind of using now NFT a little bit as um, the money which I made on NFT. I want to use put back to my work to back mm-hmm. to fu- to founding whatever is gonna be my next steps. And in the same time, I'm really like studying a lot. Last year, I actually took a little bit break from motion design, mm-hmm. and the only reason is because I to motion design before motion design was my life and now i thought motion design is my language it's the way how can i express Mm. myself It's the way how i can communicate Mm. i like that that's good i like that that's good but the question is what i want to communicate so i actually spent a year of studying all different things than motion design now and um and now i'm trying to think how to combine those things together and
0: it's funny that you said that thing about like trying to get these references from other people because like we literally have had one, at least one and maybe two projects where somebody has come to us and, and said, hey, we want to do this. And we got a quote from the mill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. too high. And so they'll give us like shots of things. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure one of them was something that, that you did at some point. It was something uh-huh. from the mill. We're like, we want it to look like this guy's <laughs> stuff. And it's like, well... And yes, we have, but
2: like a fraction of the, of budget, the budget for it. Yeah, like, yeah. no, that, that's, that's the tricky thing, and that's what's happening more and more often. Like they <laughs> they did it, and they did it, and then there is like some crazy student who wants to like learn it, cr- uh, so he just put mm-hmm. insane hours and bleed out, and then he do it, and then he's undercutting the prices. And yeah, um, so
1: we should start an offshoot called the <laughs>
2: Mule. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <It pays laughs> Just, just a bunch of workhorses but, but man, this off is ha- the mill. but this is happening also <laughs> like the people from Manve's machine you know like they uh, there is like they the people coming to other studios like uh, the cheaper studios and still kind of high profiles and they they referencing manvi all the time mm-hmm. and then manvi why they don't come to us why then we getting like those kind of like projects yeah. and when they coming to other studios it's like everybody trying to save the money and it's kind of um, it makes sense. I mean, if you have a business, you, you're you trying to sp- spend as limited, as little as possible. Right. But then if you are creative, you want to work a crazy experimental thing and you want to be wild. So it's like uh, the find the happy middle. It is um, it is interesting. Um, and everybody trying to reach it out. Everybody trying to find the golden formula. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about the astronauts a little more. One in the chat has a question Wanting to know about how you animated your astronaut characters? Did you? Um, yeah. No. Well, there wasn't anything really extreme, so yeah. it's not like you had to like. Well, there was some stuff, but um, were you were you hand animating? Were you mixamoing? What were you doing there?
2: Yeah, I mean, basically ninety percent I would say is hand animated. Uh, mm. One of the reason I was doing I started doing astronauts when it was already becoming really trendy and I was like and I kind of like didn't want to I was always against trends I was always kind of like on purpose dodging and avoiding trends but space
0: animations are so fun though it's like I don't care that it's I don't care that it's it's, a fact it's also
2: for Mm -hmm. me the huge thing is I'm not character animator Uh, Mm -hmm. and anything else than astronaut is pain to animate because you need to work with weight and face and expressions the astronauts hidden in the helmet, floating yeah. mm-hmm. in the space, really clumsy, mm-hmm. um, it's really a grateful object to animate. And... Um and uh, also, yeah, it kind of worked out well. In, <laughs> you don't even in need concept.
0: like, you don't even need bones and, and, and yeah. joints and things. You just put a couple deformers yeah. and make them kind of move I'm, a little bit, you know.
2: We still did use the bones, but it was, yeah the hardest scenes were when they were on the fall, uh, on the ground. Like when I was like walking in the second episode and doesn't have oxygen and fall on the ground. I literally had a friend who was actually acting it for me. And then he acting it and then I put it on the computer and I was uh, watching it and I was really like animating almost based on that. I even have it like in Cinema 4D as a plate. And so sometimes I was really animating based on something. When they was gripping the car, I was like pushing myself outside from the table and trying to grab the table, like following my hand, how my hand like if you look at the Pixar and stuff like behind the scenes, mm-hmm. all those guys doing like weird things and playing the stuff there and acting it for itself mm-hmm. and falling on the floor. So you get into that level. You you suddenly start playing and acting and starting to understand, oh, this is actually how my hand moves, how grab mm-hmm. how grabbing things, because you don't think about it normally. Um so there was a lot of that. And now uh, that was also the most time-consuming part of it. For for Instagram, the time it was kind of overkill. I was just like, I'm putting so much time, <laughs> uh, like for each episode, and then getting custom sound design and getting voiceovers, and then I see people doing dailies, and mm-hmm. and I was just like, that is like no way. I'm spending so much time on this, so I was trying yeah, to but fu- it mm-hmm. sets a higher bar, you know,
1: versus doing yeah. dailies and stuff like that. Like this is. This this one I remember, you know. Oh yeah, all of yours oh, yeah. I remember very well. Versus mm-hmm. some of these dailies that I'm seeing, you know, over and over. And I want
0: I also want to say I one of the biggest things that I learned from this is when you did the breakdown on it at Maxon, and I learned that there was a the possibility of combining uh, dynamics with actual keyframe animation. Uh, I did not even mm-hmm. realize that that was a thing until until the, that was twenty. 18, I think, that you did this presentation yeah, or so? Yeah, I think so. Um, Maybe because you, you mix dynamics on the, when it hits the thing, then you mix the dynamics with uh,
2: yeah, key was, frames. Yeah, there was a follow spline, so basically you keep the... Because the car would fall down, so I just have the animation with keyframes, and then you, in dynamic settings, you put the follow spline, and you can put the follow position and follow rotation. Yeah. And it'll basically start trying to keep the original animation, but still keep dynamic and then you keep the wheel dynamic i mean i i have weird obsession with details mm-hmm. and, and and like doing like small things which often people don't really care or notice but i always like putting extra hours on it which maybe that's why then i need to escape from the computer because over <laughs> the years it definitely took a toll on me but uh uh yeah so that that was kind of like, this technique is not people not using it too often, but it's actually really powerful. You can use it for anything, for logo animations and flying through things and interacting, but still like get where you need to get. And you can animate also the follow position. This one was kind of like, you know, it looks like simple. He's just crawling, but to make it look believable, like when you're moving on the hand, yeah. you move the weight on the left. So so it's mainly, mainly about the weight to get the volume, to get the, mm-hmm. get the physics. Didn't you...
0: Is it? I'm trying to remember. It's been a couple of years. Didn't you reenact this on video yourself <laughs> before you animated it?
2: Yeah. I mean, do you mean like the the grabbing things? Yeah. This one. The my, crawling. My actually like really good friend Wu Sang Kang. He was. I was trying to do this, but he's actually better actor than me, or better <laughs> in acting. Yeah. So then he was like walking at the mill and falling on the floor, and I'm like, oh man, that looks cool. So I was recording on the phone, and then that's a great technique, though, because yeah. you really get. You, you, you have to, having a
0: reference is just
2: yeah you get the timing be, and yeah. you know now we have to move to Disney ride and this so in that way it was good and then when they are in the air then it was just more grabbing so you kind of you can practice grabbing it's not so hard movement um so I enjoy I really enjoy working on those and I have a bunch of more episodes like sketch I have like maybe ten more episodes I was preparing to do entire series but unfortunately I didn't really end up going anywhere with this I finished mm-hmm. with fourth first episode um, I was getting a lot of shit and also a lot of admire it was kind of like mix probably more admiring but also a lot of people like from industry like and like top people really? in industry they like why they were like we like your astronauts but could you stop doing astronauts like there is so many astronauts could you Who leave cares? this like,
0: yeah, I, see, that's one of those things where it's like, just do what you want to do. And,
2: yeah, I, man, there's I, so much, I got called yeah. out even from some like, curators on NFT, like, there's so many astronauts, can you do something better? And yeah. I was like, well, that was my way, how I communicate with people, and it works well for me. Um, mm-hmm. So right now I'm kind of uh, in this decision points, so, like because the astronauts are easy humor, which the the focus was to entertain people just like make some easy laughs yeah. make someone is a little bit brighter now i'm deciding okay do i want to do that do i want to someone laugh and entertain for a little bit for a few seconds of their day or i want to try to do something which could actually maybe have long-term benefits for their health or mental health or do something mm-hmm. which could be even like more meaningful and and that's already like you lowering your audience because everybody likes humor like this Wider audience. Not everybody mm-hmm. wants to work on themselves. Not everyone wants to yeah. do some kind of exercises or even like think they have to mm-hmm. work on. So I'm now kind of deciding which way to go. Um, but I love bringing humor and I love to do kind of storytelling um, mm-hmm. through my work.
1: This one's so good. This one is yeah, see, so good.
0: Why I have such a block when it comes to being creative is like I would have never thought about this. You know, yeah. it's, it's going on the street, it's at this angle, and then the cars like. To me, like, I, I, my brain just does not think that way at all as, a, as like, a technical artist, mm-hmm. you know? That's such a creative thing. Like, how do you come up with these ideas? It was the same thing, like, when you did, like, the ice cream truck one. Uh, I think it melts, Yeah, right? the
2: ice cream truck. And, you know, and this is sometimes, uh, you know, there is this book, still, like, an artist, and they're basically saying that the creativity is just hiding your sources. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for example, I saw a while ago, I saw some installation, which was like ice cream track melted on the beach. So they just parked there and it was like really art installation. And it was like mm-hmm. the ice cream track was actually made from ice and melted. And I, and I loved that. Yeah. And then I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to do it in Houdini and like actually melt the ice cream track. So then mm-hmm. you have this kind of like idea and then... I was working already on the car series, so I'm like, okay, let's find a way how to put it together, but why the ice cream track would melt? Well maybe uh, there is going to be some melting gun and the ice cream track is going to be running. And then you just kind of like start back. Uh, what's the word? Like You're basically going from... You work from backwards, some, yeah. Yeah, backwards. You're yeah. Like, I want not have yeah. ice cream track melted. And then, like, why? And then you kind of start building the story around that. And then mm-hmm. you just put a little bit, sprinkle some additional elements, like skateboarder and stuff, just to make scene more busy so people can watch the loop longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. you have, like, some backbone already, which you start using on it. Um it did, it did different. Like for example, the flying car, the astronauts, it started totally different. It was like, I was in the Griffith Observatory in LA. I will just tell you mm-hmm. for um, one idea, which is, this was actually most complex way how I came up with the animation, or almost uh, not direct. I was like in the Griffith Observatory and they have a simulation where it was a day and night, so, uh, like basically cycle animation in mm-hmm. the desert and the shadow was moving and, and I'm like, wow, this looks really interesting. there would be cool if something is happening there. Like something in, in, the, in that like, cycle. So mm-hmm. I, I had the desert and I thought maybe I could have a car and the car would be like jumping in the desert, like going through the rocks and there'd be like a drunken guy and it's going to be like endless hangover and he'll be just in this car <laughs> and like just like with his bottle. And then I thought, well, I, have, I live in nearby desert. Why I wouldn't just take the car and go drive to desert and just record it in the desert? hmm and I'm like it's not I'm not using the benefits of 3D enough mm-hmm. so I thought what if I'm gonna make mm-hmm. the car flying it suddenly looks cool and it's actually much easier so then I make the car flying and, and I was just like oh this is kind of like look interesting but there's not, nothing happening really it's, it's just kind of like interesting scene so that's how I come up with the, with the scene and then I was like thinking about different things and then my friend was over and we are just talking about fun stuff and she oh it'd be cool there will be like we were talking about astronauts and we could have some astronauts waving and flying in the background and just waving because in that <laughs> moment, uh, Elon Musk sent the red car in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we thought there could be some astronauts interacting with it. And I'm like, well, why if actually wants the car? Because now when there's cars in the space, astronauts want to grab them and they want to get mm-hmm. the space car. So so then i would like, oh, let's put the astronaut who's trying to get in the car. So it was like a lot of steps, you know. It wasn't like straightforward. And then... We came up with this idea. And then since then it was kind of more easier because I already knew my my like kind of environment. I have astronauts and they are struggling and they're trying to figure out something. And then I kind of becoming faster or like more streamlined with the idea creating. Uh but yeah, from there I just start animating this and and people loved it. It was actually one of my f- most popular animation. And I did a lot of animations before for Instagram. And it mm-hmm. oftentimes I put so much energy and then and I posted it and then I started losing followers. Like people, fuck this shit. <laughs> and really? Uh, really? yeah, yeah. I was actually I mean that's maybe for people also to know. It's not straightforward at all. Like I, I put a lot of effort and a lot of work in the projects mm-hmm. and it was not gaining anything. I was not getting following. I was not getting client offers. I was just putting time into that. And, and I thought I'm working on something cool and it was nothing. But then astronauts, mm-hmm. they they changed the game. They started kind of right. going up. And it was because the connection, because the humor, because people get it, because people like mm-hmm. can relate right. on it some way. <clears throat>
0: and it's not just MoGraphers. That's the thing. Yeah. Not just MoGraphers appreciate it. The in general audience likes it so much, in fact, that somebody stole your oh, yeah. astronaut. Is there any learning experiences from that? Is Chris Brown, right? Yeah, it was Chris
2: it? Brown stole it. I mean, it's funny. I'm, I'm. It took me a lot of lessons to always like uh, – do something differently, so I need to lose three hard drives before I will do backup hard drive. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they stole it, and I know what I have to do now. I have to register each pieces in advance, and to get the, basically copyright on it. And it's not even that expensive, mm. but I'm still kind of lazy doing that process. So I'm still kind Wait, of. Wait, like,
0: you're talking about like registering copyright with. Like, the copyright office? Yeah, because because
2: it's not enough. Right now, I couldn't go to court with with him. Like, even though I made it, and even (sighs) though it's my animation, because it's not registered, I couldn't go to court. I thought there was
0: some sort of rule about... Proving that you made it is enough for copyright law. I thought that was a thing.
2: Yeah, they are they kind of telling me, yeah, unless you register it, it's going to be really hard for you. No lawyer will want to go to this court because it's not sure if they will want. And also, did he cost you actually financial? Like, you have to prove that he actually hurt you somehow uh, because he's just on Instagram. There is no direct evidence that he made money on this promotion, even though he put his music there. So they told me there is like... I spoke with multiple people and they told me, yeah, you might try to go there. You might lose a lot of money for court, but
0: man,
2: there is probably not much going to happen. So the only thing I was able to achieve was him deleted. And, um, right. That's good. Right. And at least. I, yeah. But then I thought, okay, it's, it's, um, it's kind be frustrating. It's kind of frustrating. I mean, yes, NFTs yeah. at least now they are kind of becoming like registered. There is pure ownership. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, right. Uh, it's a different story. But uh, in that way, and, and it's not super expensive. It's actually like, I don't know, it's like, I think $50 or $100 to register a piece. But, but I, still, that can add up if you're. Doing yeah, if you do dailies and they're
5: right just. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> That's the
0: thing is like is when this is kind of normalized and gas fees aren't three hundred dollars mm-hmm. per. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to have that piece on the blockchain, whether or not you sell it, and it will be nice to be able to approve to prove to somebody, no, this is on the blockchain, and this has been on the blockchain. This person, there's no way that they that it's theirs, right? Yeah. Because right. you have absolute proof Hopefully. that it's yours.
2: Hopefully. I know there was some already in- incidents when someone was like minting pieces which have been already minted and now yeah. who is going to be judging it? Who is now? now? So mm-hmm. they have to like bring it to some attention and I don't know there's some NFT police yet, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean you could at least prove the date, right? Yeah. That's, that's a hard date. You could say, yeah. well I put it here first but yeah, you can still demonstrate prior use you know, in other ways. But the thing about Instagram is, they aren't going to care that Chris Brown oh, no. stole Instagram yours. Instagram is no, and they don't care because it got millions and millions and millions of views on mm-hmm. his, which yeah. equals ad revenue, yeah. which equals they don't care. Yeah, yeah. No. right. Instagram like, it's not for the artist is not the number one in mind. Yeah. yeah, with that,
2: I lost one account. They hacked my account, and I was for months trying to get reply from the Instagram. they just like, I guess they have too many users and they are really like business oriented for their gain. It's, they, it's ads. Yeah, it's they, ads. they don't care mm-hmm. really. It's kind of sad. Um, but I don't know. There's, I was against the Instagram at in the beginning. I was just like low resolutions, like small. I was yeah. like all about Vimeo, but no one was watching the Vimeo. I was like, even all my astronaut pieces, yeah. I have full HD, on the Vimeo, but there's a fraction of the views, fraction of the mm-hmm. response than than on Vimeo's the Instagram. Day. So it's just like <laughs> you realize and that's why I was also doing this breathing animation now. I wanted to do VR and stuff, but then I thought, oh, mm-hmm. how many people have the VR? Everybody has an iPhone, yeah. everybody's watching vertical, mm-hmm. so I already built it vertical because I'm like I have to go where people watch the things. I have to go to mm-hmm. to make it easier for them because yeah. people are lazy. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: once the ar stuff really hits in the mainstream that's when it's gonna yeah it's gonna be like profitable or not necessarily profitable is a bad word for it but when it's it's gonna be something that's worth while i mean it's still if you enjoy it it's worthwhile but Mm -hmm. like for other people for an audience and to gain traction in some somewhere in that
2: My, my friend for example and that's also one of the examples what i what i'm kind of looking up to he was graphic designer and he wasn't best he was doing stuff he was okay he was like okay maybe maybe he's listening he was really good he was one of the top Mm. and (laughs) and, um and uh, then he just got idea to start combining graphic design with ar and he started drawing some kind of like simple illustration and he started doing the books of uh, physics for kids so he has some kind of Mm. um situation drone and then you mm-hmm. took the phone or iPad and you aim on it and it started being alive mm-hmm. and animated, like for example engine of the car, how it works, or some yeah, kind of like law yeah. of physics, and it became really interactive and fun. And he started promoting this. Then he got huge funding. Then he got promotion in a lot of TVs, channels, and he he from graphic designer become entrepreneur. And now he trying to change the school system in Czech Republic and also worldwide go with how to teach the physics in funny way through AR. And mm-hmm. that's kind of way of thinking I really appreciate and like. You just kind of like use this discipline, but as a way of communication, but then you go even further. You just have vision and go for it. And now he has a team and he's excited, he's loving it. And it's like totally like changed the way how he operates. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm kind of getting to that mindset, but also realizing you need to have some kind of attributes like too bohe- too much bohemian life and too much like free spirit mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily go with owning the business so you need right. to kind of have structure so when you mm-hmm. guys like okay we want to do podcasts with you but the soonest one is in two months and everything is like lying mm-hmm. and so ahead mm-hmm. i'm just like oh those guys are not like kidding around they they're yeah. serious about <laughs> scheduling
1: we we uh, there was a few no, times we... where i wondered whether you were going to show up or not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> we have a social media team now, and yeah. like all this stuff, it's like it's all yeah. It's it's becoming a, it's coming a machine. Yeah. No. You know, now I was just
2: like I just like I start feeling guilty because I have so many unreply messages, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, guys, they will be like they will be freaking out. I need to write them somewhere, and just like <laughs> which channel? Like I, I. That's the, one of the things. If I'm a starting company, like the first person I'm getting is some producer or someone who's gonna help yeah. me to yeah. cut the down, yeah. like. The replying on Instagram and emails, I'm just like I'm I don't know, I'm I'm starting getting anxious. Just like going through messages and then like all the channels and notifications. I used to mm-hmm. be like, you know, you're getting this dopamine when you get new message. I used to have this a lot before, but now I'm actually getting reverse. I'm getting like stress from it. I'm just like please less. I don't want anything. I don't want replying things. Um, it's a
0: lot of noise. There is a lot is of noise lot of every noise. day coming yeah. from every direction.
2: Man, yeah. it's it's crazy how it's affecting us. And now you see kids how they growing up glue on the phone and stuff. Oh, and man. it's
0: Ugh, my it, daughter. God, can't yeah. get her off the phone, man. <laughs> yeah, Try I don't. I don't know. So
2: my kid I don't know was going.
1: <laughs> my kid, yeah. we're in the car, and he's like, "Hey, can I have your phone?" I'm like, "No, no, it's business." He knows office hours. Like yeah. he knows not to bug me about my phone. <laughs> so I gave
0: him one of our old phones. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And he freaking lost it. He doesn't know where oh, it is. The thousand yeah. dollar phone. It. He lost it. Yeah. Wow.
0: It's got to be in your house, though, right?
1: I would hope somewhere. Maybe he's under maybe a couch. Maybe sell I, it I don't know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he put it up on Craigslist. I bet you, I, 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 I <laughs> yeah. can almost
1: guarantee you, it's probably at my in-laws' house, and he just left mm. it over there one day. You know, because that's happened before. One of our other previous phones we gave to him, he accidentally left over there, and we found it like two years later. Wow.
0: My daughter just bought um, AirPods. Oh, they're amazing! Nice.
2: So but pretty. She won't it's lose like.
0: Them. Uh, yes. Well, she proved that she could hang on to a cheap forty dollar pair for a really long time, and then she wanted some, and she put all her own money into it. Oh, really? Get, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. She we have uh we have an app called Greenlight, and mm-hmm. she can save all her money like a bank account. She has a debit card that works. You can approve the purchases, and she said, "Uh, you know, basically, I, my, uh, m- m- my." budget is 200 and something dollars for this i would like to buy these and a, and a note comes up on my phone and it says can you approve this purchase of 200 and something dollar transfer from her savings mm-hmm. to her and i'm like why do you want this and she was like oh, i'm buying airpods i'm like
2: okay mm-hmm. wow that's I'm talking about you organized <laughs> yeah. it's kind of they're great systems home it's yeah. kind of amazing but uh yeah but you know but there's kids, also one man. thing there's one thing also with kids they just go to whatever school and they see other kids and they're influencing each other so mm-hmm. much. Like they can even like give you shit if you have older iPhone. Oh, you have iPhone 10, I have iPhone 12 or 13, yeah. whatever. And uh, then they're just the kids can be like so evil in some way. And then they like comparing and then watch what is this and YouTube mm-hmm. channel and I need this, I need that. And mm-hmm. it's a little bit of brainwashing on the kids also. Um, they all
0: want to be a YouTuber. So,
2: it, they all oh, want to yeah. Be. See, when we were
1: growing up, we all wanted to be like football players or, or actors or something. Actors. Now it's yeah. all yeah. just YouTuber. Oh, I want yeah. to be a YouTuber. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah it's interesting. My, they're candles.
1: Yeah, his birthday's coming up and he wants a computer so that
0: he can stream.
2: And mm. I'm like, man, that's a. Didn't
0: you build a gaming rig with him just Yeah, but
1: here's the thing I don't want him to stream. <laughs> I don't want him to that. Like, yeah, you that's know, difficult. he gets on, he gets on YouTube and he starts watching all these videos and I'm like, I, dude, I, I, okay. Y- y'all know, Mis- do y'all know Mr. Beast? I just discovered Mr. Beast, right? I know
0: who he is. Yeah.
1: I don't like Mr. Beast. I don't like Mr. Beast for my kids because he freaking tortures his friends. And it's like, that is not something we should be teaching our kids. He's playing pranks on them? No, it's like, what he does is he says, Okay, y'all go hang out and stay in this insane asylum for 48 hours straight, and I'll give you $10,000. Wow. And we're going to mess with you the entire time. And it's like, dude, like, that's not cool. That's not cool. You know?
2: Yeah. I I totally feel you. I have a friend, and he also has kids, and they're watching some stupid shows, and he's just like... I don't want you to watch this. And they like, but we love it. And then they're watching it yeah. secretly and then they're like, dad, we, yeah. we know you don't like it, but we just love it. And then mm-hmm. you can't do anything. Then you just lose the, the co- not yeah. control, but you just like can't affect them. and they're, like, You do lose and they're, control. And it's just like, yeah. damn it, what are they going to do? They're just like brainwashing themselves. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: like TikTok, man. Freaking TikTok stuff. It's like, you know there's cursing there's Mm -hmm. sexual like all of this like it's just there's no way to escape this stuff without taking the phone completely and it's just not possible now yeah Yeah.
1: i can't uh, tiktok's hard like i won't let him get on it but i'll i'll if i see one that like you know i think my kid would like i will favorite it so i can show him later every night he's like do you you (laughs) save any tiktoks for me did you save any tiktoks for me yeah man
2: that's what I'm scared like that's why I want to do even like work but like but I'm trying to work on people to help like to become more aware but all these things it's actually opposite it makes you even more like yeah clustered in your mind and like putting like even like this comparison and like bad uh, role models like uh, insulting or like some stupidity and then I don't know I don't know what's gonna I mean we'll see I mean I'm on the same time, they are really creative, and they the the new generation, even Gen Z, they, they bringing a lot of amazing things, but also a lot of things I'm just like don't understand. So we, yeah. we'll see, we'll see. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I just want to be able to. It, here's the thing: I'm a super techie person. I am always on my phone, just like you know, Matt's. It's the same thing. So it's hard to be a parent who's always on your phone, telling your kid not to be on your phone, right? Yeah. And I try to do the disconnect. Right. So like the other day, I'm like, get off your phone. Yeah. We're going outside. You're going to learn how to light a charcoal grill and flip burgers. Nice. That's what we did. I'm cooking. You're going to learn how to do it. Because she could stay inside on TikTok during that time or she could come out and learn something and stop looking at the dang mm-hmm. phone. And, and she's so antsy the whole time. She's like, I just want to go back to my phone mm-hmm. or she'll disappear and go back to her. Phone. I'm like, OK, how do you teach your kid? It's so difficult. To teach them not to be on the device that they're going to be on for the rest of their life. That's tricky, anyway. That's tricky. Like, and in did they didn't like grow to play up outside? with it?
2: Do they play outside? Like, do they like? She does.
0: Yeah, we mountain bike. Yeah. We you know we go do we play tennis. We go do other things, but then we get home. It's right back to the phone.
2: Yeah,
0: you know. And now she's she is doing creative things. Don't get me wrong. She, it's it's ninety percent Procreate or animating oh, or keyframes cool. or whatever that's, that's, she's
2: doing. That's great. That's great.
0: yeah Yeah, but it's tough it's tough we we grew up in the in the 80s 90s we didn't have those things we weren't glued to a phone so we know what it's like not to have the phone yeah they don't know what it's like not to have the phone they don't have that reference Mm.
1: yeah
2: yeah it's It's it's, weird it's interesting i mean i wondering if um i mean we'll see what's gonna happen you know there might be also eventually in the future like a lot of like anxiety from this like people gonna be like crazy about all this like on the phone comparing all this and, and this influencer is doing better and this influencer better mm-hmm. so then maybe start people having meltdowns from it and they start kind of rediscovering oh there is actually planet earth around us and we can go in the yeah. nature and uh, we can do other stuff or maybe there's gonna be more pills uh, or some like uh, a yeah. magic stuff i, I don't know yeah. what's gonna happen it
0: well imagine this though like i i actually really have a lot of hope for ar because think about what pokemon did to get kids outside yeah and things, right yeah imagine if your entire world was gamified in that way let's say that you're you're skateboarding or or doing or skiing right or you snowboarding and imagine you have ar glasses on and you mm-hmm. go up a, a jump right mm-hmm. and ar is able to tell you in that moment exactly where score. you're gonna land
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know or, or yes yeah, score the whole i i feel like that's gonna kind of in a way disconnect people even though it's technically not you know, but
2: no, it's, it's, I, um, I like that. I, li- I like that way of thinking. And yeah, the Pokemon that you actually have to go around and go outside and do things. Mm-hmm. It's, um, uh, it's, it's in- interesting the way how to combine those things together for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I, w- we'll see, we'll see exactly. We'll see. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like it's, uh, about <laughs> it bringing new wave of, uh, new ways of creativity, but it's, it's because. A double sided sword. It helps parents so much to keep kids calm. You know, like you just give them tablet yeah. or something and they just and <laughs> yeah, but that's, they just like yeah. in their zone, but then you don't know what's gonna happen with them. Um Yeah.
0: It's like the T V babysitting your kids. It's the same thing, you know.
2: Yeah, it is but kind of, At
0: least the iPad has something they're yeah. learning something or like they yeah. or they could potentially be learning something or doing something creative. The T V is just a passive
2: and the the thing. the biggest the biggest actually what what's the problem in my eyes is the addiction to like infinite scroll. You just go and like yeah. Facebook, like I don't even ever go there, but suddenly on Facebook I start getting those recommended videos and then I don't even know how and I'm already scrolling somewhere and then it can yeah. just grab you. It just grab you. And you if you are not aware enough or like realize that mm-hmm. so you just get like sink in and then you just like oh you,
0: you- People will post TikToks on Facebook and then I'm looking at their TikToks and then I forget that I'm not on TikTok
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: because all the TikToks on Facebook come up and you're just sucked in. You're like, I don't even know what happened. Why was I here in the <laughs> first place? And, and that, oh, I was trying to go to Messenger and I, I clicked on something because shiny penny.
2: And that was one of the things where I actually did piece called No More Astro and uh, it wasn't just i'm kind of like want to leave astronauts for a bit but it was also I want to leave the certain way of entertainment because i realize i'm contributing into this like more content mm-hmm. you do to keep keep people glue on the phone they will be more like addicted to whatever they see there, and it's fun. And it's, I'm going against myself a little bit because most of my yeah. friends and in our industry, that's what we do: we do cool stuff, and everybody like doing dailies and trying to. But then more we trying to contribute to the people watching the phone and watching what's new, and I thought. What if I can try to do some pieces which makes you a little bit connected with yourself? Because people sometimes, like, really forget about that they have actually a physical body. And then you can breathe and you yeah. can you have a stress in your body and you don't even know. And then you have diseases mm-hmm. and then you have a problem with that and that. And mm-hmm. uh, it's actually all connected. And um, so maybe I'm trying to do some kind of, like... Uh, um, miracles work here or like uh too naive (laughs) but i don't know i'm just like like to playing because it worked for me it helped for me i did have uh, anxieties i did have i'm not sure if depressions but i definitely had low points and i was going to work sorry guys yeah, <laughs> And I was working at the work And I was just like feeling something in the chest Like all day And I was just like slouching Sitting wrong uh, in mm. the chair And then finish my day And I was just going home a little bit exhausted So then you watch Netflix Eat some good food And, and again And then again And I'm like well, I kind of feel like shit And uh, it was kind of in loop And repeat And then I started realizing mm-hmm. Oh it's actually like It is like It's not such a mystery that when you are tight on the chest, it is kind of like the emotions or anxiety and, and you can try to right. break reverse and go into it and release and all that stuff. So I start working holistically on, my, on myself mm-hmm. and I start feeling so much better. Um, so I would like to give it back a little bit, people, to true help. And I know that people are not gonna do a lot of extreme things I was doing, so I'm trying to find a way how to combine it with technology and how to keep it mm-hmm. digestible and entertaining but helpful.
0: Well, speaking of which I've got some links here and the first one on it is uh, about Microsoft HoloLens because they're developing some really cool stuff. It's, it's a, a video where people are holding holograms essentially, mm. you know, they, they assign, uh, it's a pretty simple concept when you think about it, right? They they have something that kind of will keep track of your hands It's mm-hmm. a hand tracker. And it puts a bunch of spheres inside of the uh pieces of your you know, your fingers and, mm-hmm. and your palms and everything, and those spheres are acting like rigid collider bodies mm-hmm. to to work with other objects. So like holding holding a cube. They show somebody holding a cube that's not real in their hand and, and you know put it on put it back down on the table and then flick it and then like flick the box across wow, I need to have a the look. table with physics and all of that so that'll be in the show that's notes you can check that out there that's interesting yeah
2: so tricking, and, and tricking a, all your fingers
0: yeah uh you know kind of like that one device can do like connect uh forgive uh no. well not to connect but there's the other one uh the it was a little earlier leap, than that the the, 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 magic, leap, leap. the magic leap yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah. And and now there's some tracking inside of the um the Quest 2, yeah, for the Quest hand, 2 tracking. Has hand tracking. I turned it off cuz it's a little bit I don't know. Yeah. It I don't use it much and so what will happen is it will try and track and you're trying to use the controllers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, check that out. It's it's interesting where that's going. Um and also I have a link to this experimental AI tool that will take game footage and make it ultra realistic so they did this with grand theft auto footage Mm -hmm. and then used ai to make a model where everything looks real you know very real in the sense that it's almost like worse looking than gta because gta is very i'd say semi-realistic looking Mm -hmm. in a way for for a real time all gta or u gta the newest, mm-hmm. the newest GTA, yeah. whatever it is, but they did a, a thing where it like, yeah, it's five. It, it goes kind of a split screen and it shows what their AI does to it. It makes it look kind of dirty and flat and like an iPhone video, but it's actually real gameplay footage. So it would be interesting mm. to see where that goes because you could develop games with low poly. You could develop games with low resolution textures. And then just in the end, it just runs through AI anyway. Mm. You know? yeah that's actually um, I was
2: thinking recently to I was thinking to work with my sister uh, and do some animations and not even like put too much details on it and she would be painting yeah. over them and then you would just run them through processing and you would mm-hmm. get like interesting look of like this, this kind of things you can like use the AI to get like much further because we are limited in some specific way how we're working with textures and tools and, yeah. and 3D and everything's sh- like sharp and it's expensive displacement and stuff but then when you run through that, you can definitely get interesting looks. So the, yeah, I would love to see that actually.
0: Yeah. With the, with the different models and everything too, you could have a, you know, this model makes it look like New York. This model mm. makes it look like, um, you know, yeah, Palm Beach, mm-hmm. you know, West Palm Beach, you know, whatever. Yeah, you, you will just um, you will be just selling
2: yeah. uh, selling the expansion packs, and this is a winter pack, yeah. and you just like <laughs> put new filter DLC and yeah DLC basically, yeah. and it's a good way yeah. to yeah. make more money.
0: The only uh, link that I have left here is uh, it's very meta. It's how to. M- it's a tutorial on how to make tutorials. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. oh, it's from <laughs> Noseman. Noseman, yeah, yeah. on yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: the that's funny, actually. Yeah.
0: I'll put that link in the show notes. You can check that out. That's on Cineversity. And uh, so, what we want to do now is a segment called MoGraph Recommends, where we ask you your favorite things because we feel like it's really good to to find out like how these things kind of influence what you're doing, if at all. Yeah. But uh, we're going to start out by asking you what your favorite movie is. And this could be any of these questions. This could be your all-time favorite, or this could just be a recent favorite, if you prefer.
2: Mm, I see. Uh, like My most watched movie, but that was because my ex-girlfriend was Mr. Fantastic Fox from Wes Anderson. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like his comedy and like his type of humor. But I guess my favorite movie, I would say considering how big wow effect it had for me was District 9 which was yeah, like right. so yeah. Good one. raw movie like so believable how they were going in the story to documentary and slowly adding mm-hmm. the weirdness um, and considering the budget and visual effects at that time yeah. for me I'm, I'm sad he didn't continue the direction I think his newer movies kind of like didn't land it as well but District 9 mm-hmm. was really loved that one
0: isn't there supposed to be a District 10 coming out? I thought I heard that. Uh, or am I no. just imagining I'm sure.
2: that? hes I, I really admire that he tried to... And, it, you know, this is also funny because he's inspirational, but in the same time, his hard time, because he tried to, like, go around the Hollywood classic model and do fundraising through fans. And he was, you know, he was doing those short movies, and then he, like, uh, let audience to choose which format they like the most. And then they start working on the feature movies sponsored by audience but he didn't get enough money and kind of all the project got canceled mm-hmm. uh he was doing this kind of like alien in the jungle the predator i don't know what was the name but um i i don't know i like he i like him the way how he's doing uh, movies but
0: there's an announcement here it's yeah. from february 26th and it says district 10 is underway yeah that's 26. cool 11. that's interesting yeah. let's yeah.
2: let's hope we'll go back to the route and <laughs> uh, will work that way because yeah. After after he didn't have such a success with his few following movies.
0: Yeah. Now what about TV shows? Along those lines. TV
2: shows, I have uh, one which I really enjoy, but it's gonna be. It really depends on your sense of humor, and I mm-hmm. mean, f- me coming from Czech Republic, we have also similar the British humor, kind of dry. So this mm-hmm. one is actually New Zealand humor, and it's called Sh- "What We Do in Shadow." Oh, what we do in the
1: shadows is so good oh i've heard about yeah that. it's just yeah. so funny I've, I've only seen like one episodes of, of the tv show but the movie yeah. was excellent yeah, yeah
2: yeah the movie was so good and, mm-hmm. and so i even finished the tv show and i mean the movie is the movie it's 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 better mm-hmm. but the tv show was it's pretty much the same humor and i really mm-hmm. enjoyed that um so i guess for me it was that i mean of course there was a bunch of other shows i i watched and uh even like i don't know ricky morty or mm-hmm. all that kind of, which, <laughs> of which i'm not sure what happened with the new new year's episodes i kind of stopped watching um after that good. yeah they're still and holding
5: then, yeah they're, they're
0: holding um season five is coming out next month i think yeah. yeah yeah so yeah uh
2: what about music music i don't have like a specific band or stuff i'm more listening um I'm listening a kind of like ambient house when I'm working, like no lyrics, mm-hmm. something I can just like go in the flow and, and a lot of electronic music. And even when I'm going, I, I do go out and uh, on the parties. So that I'm more like, I grew up in uh, this kind of like Berlin style. So I listen a lot of mm-hmm. um, techno, house, uh, electro. Uh, but when I'm working, I'm kind of more like in chill, ambient right. sense.
0: yeah. That's understandable. Kevin says, he has not seen What We Do in the Shadows, but Breaking Bad is the best show he's ever oh seen, gosh. except maybe The Wire. Oh, i okay, have to check those out. Yeah, the, hey, the
2: you... Breaking Bad is actually on my list for so long. I know it's a good show, and I three I times started the show. I three times started, like, first four episodes, maybe, but I never finished it. that, too. Yeah, I need to finish it. I know it's good, but...
0: I did that, too, and when I finally got over that hump, I was hooked. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it's... Do strange. you listen yeah oh it's great
2: it's by the way hi kevin Um, yeah
0: (laughs) do you ever listen to podcasts as well or is that just not is that hard to do
2: uh more more kind of like randomly a bit than there i was like uh i was listening quite a lot collective podcast where Mm -hmm. i was like learning about new artists and stuff but i have the thing I, i tried even listening a lot of audiobooks while working but i oftentimes then kind of I like that, but the, if it's like more complex information, I start like really focusing on what they are talking about and my work effectivity goes down. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see yeah. that. So, so it depends, yeah. But the podcast, yeah. uh, it's more like when I see something like interesting, just more randomly or sporadically. But yeah, I was listening to Art Cafe and Collective Podcast kind of more regular basis.
0: And what would be your favorite plugin? Not render engines. We yeah. have to... Yeah, so yeah. What is your favorite plugin? What's your go-to?
2: I have to say XParticles. So good. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. That yeah. was definitely. I did a lot of work with them on all kinds of different projects and and it's you can achieve a lot there um, without have to know Houdini and stuff and you can do mm-hmm. it kind of faster and you can mm-hmm. they are constantly getting better and also they are really progressive. There is a lot of plugin like Turbulence Fd which was amazing but then mm-hmm. they kind of like fell asleep and nothing's going on there yeah. uh or i hope it does but it's not visible and, but x particles they really like keep pushing keep pushing keep improving so i admired it for, for like, that gpu yeah man. as soon as
1: if, if they changer. ever get to gpu stuff mm-hmm. it's like yeah that's gonna be over it's gonna yeah. be yeah. Cause i use i use x particles all the time for liquid sims and mm-hmm. uh any sort of particle work but fire and smoke i always go back to tft
0: yeah, yeah no yeah. that's for sure And then you got, yeah now what is your muscle memory go to app on your phone when you like what is your hand just uh, always just naturally go to it's a good
2: question but my most used app is for sure Instagram mm-hmm. I yeah. i going there a lot um probably I don't know it's funny I, I would say more than I should but in the same time that's the thing it's like infinite uh a well of inspiration and scroll and people and a lot of communication there and i even though i'm not loving messaging there i'm getting most of the messages on instagram so Mm
0: messaging is weird on there
2: yeah i'm not big messaging
0: systems like like, do you have the general and the primary and then you have these requests and sometimes you click on it and it doesn't the notification doesn't go away it's really
2: weird yeah yeah figure they need to um Video games? Do you play them at all? I used to. I used to be a big gamer. Um, yeah. A lot. I used to actually organize LAN parties. We always grew came with friends, <laughs> and we had one room just tables, one room just beds, and then uh, we are just playing all kind of games. And older we got, more we start combining with like real stuff, like paintball, go karts, uh, mm. bike ride, drinking a lot of beer and stuff, barbecue. <laughs> and, and so then it was like evolving, and I was loving it. But then I started traveling and living and other countries, and I stopped, but I definitely miss it. It's something unique to be, like, all together and fun with friends. Mm-hmm. But the, to your yeah. question, I don't play much anymore. I was uh, sadly, last game I played was like Overwatch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> then Red Dead Redemption a little bit, like yeah. tiny bit. And game which not many people likes, uh, not likes, not many people knows, but that was not like my Favorite game for a long time, Ark Survive Evolved.
3: I don't know. It's it's a
2: survival game, but it's kind of complex game. You start in like any other survival game, you start in like it on the beach or a forest or whatever, and then you need to weigh your way up. But the community there and then the fighting the space and there's like dinosaurs walking around and I enjoyed that game on so many levels. It was actually really overwhelming because I was always find some best spot I could, and I was developing the base and like some amazing space, and then I made a lot of friendships, and then they were helping me and they were giving me resources, and you really like have par- parallel life. You can anyone can attack you there anytime, so it was kind of stressful to playing it, but um, that's the game I actually pour most hours in.
4: to A-listers and everyone in between, Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the Mograph Podcast Network.
1: So, if you love filmmaking as much as we do,
4: tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast.
5: Your, your source for, for all
4: things, things indie film. film. Now available on the Mograph Podcast Network.
0: This is a hard one. Oh, this is a tough one. Mitch Myers example of this. This is oh, this is life hack. This is your favorite life hack. Mitch Myers turns the toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese. Now you can give us a wow. practical one like that, or it could be like a life, you know, productivity hack. It could be anything. What's one hack you could give everybody?
2: Wow, that's um that's hard to beat the toaster on the side. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I've tried it. It's um, not bad.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have like a lot of like all kind of books and stuff I'm doing. Now or listening. But what I start doing recently, what works for me, like people are in general kind of lazy to work out or doing kind of exercises. And I start when I wake up, I basically rub from the bed and I do push-ups because I'm still kind of like in zombie mode and it makes me Ooh. awake and I will just do something I don't want to do, but it's beneficial for you just mm-hmm. to do it till your mm-hmm. brain properly starts and kick in so instead of waking up and opening my phone and start scrolling what happened. Yeah. I just wake up and I just like do these things that you, you don't want to do. Just kind of like quick workout, like whatever sit ups, push-ups. uh, just to keep yourself kind of active in the shape. So that's, I would say like what I'm doing, not saying everyone wants to do this kind of things, but, um, uh, works for me.
0: Cool. Cool. Yeah, that works. All right. So, uh, the last point of the day that we got to address here is the drop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we're going to go into drop mode, Matt. Are you good to go? Are you ready? Are Let's you do feeling it. pumped? I got it. All right. Here we go. We're going into the drop. The drop. The drop, drop. Is this a, my, the
1: fucking my This is exactly
2: what I should be doing.
1: What's up and welcome to the sweet episode of the drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as ups, upcoming drops by notable people in the mograph industry. Man, I cannot talk today. I'm Matt Milstead, along with Dave Koss, and joining us today is our good friend Mr. Hyun Sladeko. Hey guys. Um, so we there's not a lot going on this week. I don't know because short I drop today. Short drop short today because yeah. I need to. I need to get in contact with someone at Nifty because you know the social media person whoever does their drops drops the ball on it. <laughs> Several Mondays and then I have no information for it. Uh but yeah. yeah. But today, uh uh at least right now for uh tonight, they did announce they've got uh uh on Nifty's drops today, they got a couple of good artists. Uh first up is Brendan Dawes, uh uh pretty good Mograph artist. Uh I believe they've done drops before with Nifty but uh this one should be a pretty good one. Uh next mm-hmm. up we've got Antonio you... mm-hmm. yeah, to to Disco,
0: Tudisco? To 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 Disco. Yeah, to Disco.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: So Sounds right to
1: me. Yeah, sure. Uh,
0: sure. uh Ooh, that's pretty.
1: kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I like the I like the colors, you know, really pretty. These
0: are these are Balake palettes.
2: Yeah, these are these are Blake palettes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like fashion look to it. Also, those kind of like yeah. big yeah. clothing and Marvel yeah. designer. Yeah,
1: uh
0: huh. I like the animals. That's I think that's pretty. cool. I think it's fun to do different colors on trees. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why it's yeah. so much fun, yeah. but it is.
1: Yeah, and then uh, last up, we've got. Uh, wait, did I, did I do the same name? Oh no! They both oh, have wait. the same last name. Do they name? both have
0: the same? La- oh, they gotta be related, right? This yeah, has gotta of course. Be this is Mark to Tudis- Disco. Hmm. has to be. Oh, and look, like the uh, the style. Is it too. the same
2: style? He his brother. Yeah, brother- no.
0: Very interesting. That's funny. Okay. There has to be a, a relationship. There. Well,
1: there you go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you think I would have noticed that I was as I was putting that together, but yeah. I didn't. I wonder what that that is.
0: I wonder what the relation is. That's pretty cool, actually.
1: Yeah. Fun stuff. Uh, That
0: elephant. I swear, have I seen that elephant before?
1: I don't know. Have you? I like the jet. That elephant
0: looks like something that we had on our site a while back. I I... saw some uh, stock Voronoi
1: fracture in there. That was nice.
0: (laughs) Some Voronoi. (laughs) Some Voronoi and that's it there's no maker's place no, or anything no. you or? know what
1: I, well here's the thing like uh i think we actually talked about this week's last in the last drop because i think i got my dates all oh. wrong so oh, uh know that. but right. yeah yeah there was really only like one mograph artist who was dropping and we talked about it last week so hmm. uh if you want to hear about maker's place just just go to maker's place or uh <laughs> listen to last week's episode you know that one was you go. good
0: all right perfect <laughs>
1: So uh, we've got a few community drops. Uh, you want to start off with Kevin? Should we start off with Kevin? K Rupp, good old Kevin Rupp uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Maxon. You know, uh, his NFT goes live on the seventh The sevens grant, um, and a poor little Clippy. He looks so sad. He he just needs to mm-hmm. help you with your grammar, and it looks <laughs> now like this is this is live already, right? Funny. Yeah, I
0: believe it is. Yes. Because that was from the 11th, mm-hmm. which was I don't even know. And he said Friday, so it should have been last Friday. Yeah, yeah, it should have been. I'm gonna look at it. Look at the gallery here. Because he's probably Ooh.
2: in retirement. I, I don't think the, the clip is anymore in the. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Yeah. Will yeah. was... we'll help I know, you write an you email. Poor guy. I feel bad for, for him. him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Auto spell check and grammarly, <laughs> right. they just put him out of business. Right. <laughs> poor guy. But that's the that's thing, funny.
2: Gen Z. They will not. They will. What? Who is he? They're not gonna understand. They probably don't remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, they yeah, had I no so yeah.
0: I have no idea. See you writing a letter. Yeah, <laughs> see you writing a letter. See you writing a letter.
1: Next up, we've got Sarah Gibson. Sarah Gibson did a drop called "A Glass of Nips Nipsky" uh, on Nipsky? Foundation. I like this one. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Super pretty. What I l- is- I love the. Uh, I don't know whether is that is that a, is that a, a Christmas mm-hmm. ball?
0: What's the nub? Nel- is it nipsky? ice or is it a
1: or is it a Christmas ball? What is oh, it? She's in or the is chat. it a Pokemon ball? It's, not a, it's, it's secretly... not a Pokemon ball. It's definitely not <laughs> okay. a Pokemon ball. Uh, but man, it's I ice. I love the uh, I love the the texture on the the the, the whiskey the nipsky to put it in the oh you know
0: one? what it is I think it's because when you make those balls they they have like the the part where the water goes in I think that's what oh, that is that's why you have gotcha. the seam around oh, it right oh yeah maybe that's the, but it's also is
1: that the nip part. That oh, nip- that's the nipsky. That's the nipsky. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay. All right. Is that cool. what it is?
0: Okay. <laughs> it's the it's the Nip and Nipsky. Nip in Nipsky. The nip and nipsky. And then uh okay. uh Julia from oh, last Julia. week
1: hit us up and uh said, Hope you had a good weekend. Gas prices finally came down, so she listed her first piece from the series Ode yeah. to Fungi oh, yeah. on foundation. So, yeah, good. really pretty. Good we stuff. We like mushrooms.
2: Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's going the on them they, kind of, they look kind of sick. But yeah, they're... but
1: see, that's the thing with mushrooms. That's the thing with chocolatey. mushrooms. Some I of
2: never them are chocolatey, yeah. Beautiful. They are pr- they're really pretty
1: chocolate, maybe. It's a chocolate it mushroom. It's
0: delicious. Delicious chocolate mushrooms.
1: Oh, that's an ink cap. Yeah ink caps are oh it's in it. an ink cap yeah are ink do caps. they
0: really do that is there one that does that let's in real life let's chocolate <laughs> yeah right ink I want, like, cap mushrooms <laughs> oh yeah heck yeah they look
1: just like that oh yeah. oh really yeah dude that's awesome they've so got the it, drips and everything ink cap ink, 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 ink cap, cap mushrooms Huh.
2: that's so interesting
1: yeah hmm. that's so cool nice anyway check. uh that's all I got oh oh look who it is Oh, hey Matt! (laughs) What's up, Dorpy? How's it going?
0: It's good. Hello,
2: Jan. Hey, buddy. Uh,
0: Dorpy, Dorpy. It's 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 not. What is his name? Jan. It's not. This is Dorpy.
2: Dorpy. This is Dorpy. Dorpy. But he
0: pronounced your name Jan, Uh, and I'm trying to say like to tell the difference. I I think you're thinking it's it's like it's yawn.
2: Yawn. Oh, I
5: say so. So it's like a silent J, like the guys from the movies.
0: No, 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 no. You're you're thinking of Jay and Silent Bob.
2: Yeah, you can say, like, yawn, basically. That's similar. Mm -hmm. Or yawn. Yeah.
5: Well, either way, Jay and Silent Bob heard one of my favorite movies.
2: Dogma. Oh, gosh.
1: That was a long setup.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's getting closer to summer. I've been working on my dog bod, so I I haven't minted much lately. And uh, I'm just here to request that yawn take me to Burning Man next time he goes.
2: Oh, that's for sure. There's, There's
5: even a... Yeah. But you need to learn my name event. first.
2: That's... Jan? Um.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a little event down the road. Called, it's called Burning Dog. <laughs> burning. And uh, I'll spare you the hot dog jokes. I don't know. For but, some uh, reason,
2: it sounds so weird. Burning Dog.
5: <laughs> burning Dog. But I need a travel buddy for that. So I'm going to go with you next time. So so Jan, I'm, I'm going to look you up next time. I'm in uh, California. Hmm.
2: Colleen. I need to get you some uh, design leash and uh, cool costume.
5: <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. We'll hang out. So, uh, yeah. I gotta go, though.
2: Bye. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> nice. we have that time. was a long way
0: for a joke. Uh, <laughs> it was a very long way.
1: Dorpy. Dorpy. Like Alright, uh, yeah. and uh, I, I think that's, that's, all we got. that's a short drop. It's short drop this, this week, is drop. which is fine. Um, uh, for those who are just listening to the 5 minute drop <laughs> make sure you join us on the MoGraph podcast every Monday
0: That's yeah right. we can turn this into All a 3 minute TikTok let's do it <laughs> let's do it and let's get out of here
1: yeah let's get out of here.
0: The drop, the drop dog. Is this a, my? the fucking mic this is exactly what I should be doing
1: ah. and we're back we're back Jan thank you so much for being on the show thank man you. we appreciate you taking your time Thank you. It was fun here, guys. Yeah, man. Thank you for totally. um, inviting me. You'll need to. So uh, people want to find you. You'll need to oh, come yeah, to Camp Mograff so we can hang out in person. Yeah,
2: that'd yes. be cool.
0: I feel like that's right up your alley.
2: Basically, just get yeah. on the computer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think so. Yeah, uh, let us know. Let us know what you got going on coming up, and let's let's hang out. And uh, if people want to find you online, where can they go?
2: Yeah, I guess uh, at the moment, uh, Twitter, Instagram. They are probably the main places where you can like reach me out or like see my work. So Jan J A N uh, Sladeko S L I D E C K O. Basically, when you Google my name, you should get. Uh, I don't have any cool nicknames, so when you <laughs> Google my name, you should be able to uh, find all and you'll the see social. the astronauts.
0: You'll be able to follow the astronauts. Yeah, follow so. the
2: astronaut. Yeah, yeah. and uh, uh, you can. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They can find you. And I'll link to it in the show notes as well.
2: So Yeah, it's pretty much it's usually my name and or there is a dot between maybe it's Jan Sladeko or or it's mm-hmm. Jan Sladeko together, but all socials are basically under my name. Cool. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Well uh, you can rate us on on iTunes. You can leave a review or subscribe to help uh, get our ratings up on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe to our newsletter. Just went out. Gets you all the deets on what you may have missed and what's coming up on the show. The summer of MoGraph is about to happen. So yeah. stay tuned for that. And uh, you can get the... Uh, the merch on our site—you say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the Mograph logo tee, the Fill the Bab 2020 shirt—that's classic. All the That's profits classic. from that go to Doctors Without Borders. And uh, the Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long Sleep tee—the that render is fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically, unless you're unless shams. You're shams. <laughs> and then uh, the Mograph Blandishment shirt, which you can get as well. You know, or you know, go to the Maxon site. Yep, get you one of these. Uh, mm-hmm nifty uh new Maxon shirts as well mm. i'm wearing one right now yeah so uh that's about it we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube dot send us an email info at dot talk to us check in with us join our slack mm-hmm. and uh Ioan, oh, thank you so a much a lot for of being slack on.
1: members join in this week i know yeah it's constant yeah, yeah. Get, at least so
0: get in there and and if you join get involved you know don't just join and call yeah. it a day like get in there introduce yourself talk to some people and don't be afraid we're all
2: nice for the most don't part. be scared and uh that's about it oh, so much stuff going on guys i'm so much <laughs> yeah. mind blown just like how no. you're doing all of <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh that's it's a lot but yeah. we're having fun with it and meeting new people and uh yeah so join us and uh we're gonna get out of here though Till next time, I'm Dave and I'm Matt. I'm Ian. Have a good one.
2: Later, yo. Take care, guys.
0: It's pretty good, I guess